0: I know you haven't, but I have. Damn! You just called me
1: out like that. Not I mean, either. I, I, I know, I know, I know you haven't, and I, don't. I just <laughs> no, but I, I think overall, like,
0: You have oh, grown craft, so though. much.
1: And like another thing is, like, I have to look at him because. Can we turn this music
0: down now? Because like, I feel like there's one copyright and two, she's screaming. Yeah. Like hard. I love how like. And it will be. Hold on, and it will be. It will be Chloe singing.
2: And then I, I call that. <laughs> Chill out. Shit.
0: Tell me what you want to know. Obviously, I haven't grown that much, okay?
1: No, really. Because I remember, like, our first episodes, you were, like, getting into ah. Chloe and Haley. And I was going off on Nikki <clears> and stuff. But, like, overall, like, I, I'm so serious. Like, I think um, we've grown so much over this podcast. And, like, you know, we, we when we first start off this year, we are like, we're so proud we started this podcast off last year. And now we're here and we're looking at um. Do you talk
0: that up? I would say, yeah. It's getting a little bit. But honestly, everything's going to the podcast. You know, I'm not really good at editing anymore. Yeah. So we're just going to hear it all. Like technical difficulties. Ugh. Difficulties. We already started pouring the wine yet. Yeah. yeah. Yo, I want to get wine. You say what? Oh, those are the wings. I forgot about those. Fuck yeah. I feel like those are hot. Okay. Yeah, those are pretty hot. Yeah. Because you can definitely eat
1: those yeah. Um, But what I was saying, and I'm going to just speak louder because I know, like, the mic is probably working right now. Yeah. Um, what I was saying is that I know we've grown so much with this podcast, and it kind of makes me sad, and i was about to cry early, because it's like, this is like one of those things, like, I've started in Oklahoma that I'm, like, one of the very few things I'm starting in Oklahoma that continuing on. Um, that I plan to continue for a while. Oh yeah, this is something I want to continue. This is something for sure I want to continue for a while. Um, regardless of whatever happens, you know, but I do plan on, like, continuing this podcast and I hope the listeners know, like, you know, whatever the numbers are, I just really do enjoy, like, being able to, like, spend time with you, like, once every while, like, sit together and may not be at a desk like this always, but being able to record with you and, like, the... Like the growth we can hear in our voices, and like of course I'm gonna give kudos to Makai because he's the audio engineer on here. So like even hearing the difference in how literally like our podcast sound and like even like how our voices change. Like also noticed um, how bad my asthma was <laughs> at the beginning when we started our podcast, and like how breathy my voice actually is. Hmm. Um, but like yeah, it was kind of weird. I was like I was in like our podcast continuously and I'm like I hear my my breath less and less and that's also like just because I got more fit so I didn't like hear my like mouth beating as much but I do enjoy this podcast and I'm kind of sad it's like our last podcast together in Oklahoma um, because I'm moving soon and we'll talk about that later Uh, but I am happy that we did this podcast together and I'm like this is one of the final things I can do before I leave especially with you all as well but let me go ahead and start off with the ASMR wine pouring. yes
0: that's actually really good.
1: Yeah. All right, Elise, you ready? Oh yeah. So this podcast. We have some special guests. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we have some special guests on the podcast today. Uh, and before we get our intro started, I do have a special gift for you, Makai, specifically. Okay. Um, oh, I do. Yes. I, I do want to ask you a question, though. Me? Yeah. Okay. Is this the end? Oh, to the end.
3: Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. baby, yeah, I'm like that no, was not a
1: good You guys want
3: to hear the acoustic version? Yeah. I'm okay, we'll try. just do
1: a, a little bit of the chorus. I got you. I got get you. Into I'm here for it.
3: <laughs> Although we've come to the end of the road, still I, still I, can't, still I can't let go. You to you. I to you. So I'll give
0: you just no, a, I little, a little a little Thank you so much. Totally different vibe, but no, different vibe, but just as beautiful. So thank okay, you. Okay. It's good. You. Thank you. Because guess what? It almost made me cry.
1: That's all I needed. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. Need and guess what? This is the Other Southerners Podcast, Ooh. If the tea ain't sweet.
0: It ain't Southern, baby.
1: And guess what? We are back. Again, this is the last episode for me in Oklahoma. You know, any other episode here in Oklahoma is going to be a special one, but this is the one before I move. I am one of your hosts, Jamila Marie, otherwise known as Southern Heat, because guess what? You may hate me in the beginning, but you're eventually going to miss me. I am joined by my co-host and two other guests. Will my other co-hosts like to introduce themselves? The Dallas Diamond,
0: you know me. Yeah. I mean, Makai and Bill. We've been on this for a minute. Jemila been on her soapbox talking about how much she's going to miss being in the podcast. And I'm glad that you finally came around to just admitting that you love talking to me. Because in the beginning of this podcast, but you had me stressed. I thought I was about to have to really come out with the sound effects and the boom bangs and the sound, like the canned laughter yeah. and everything. Because baby was trying to make a buck off of this podcast. Girl. And I'm like, please, like, let's just talk. I just like being around you, so... I, even though i hate that it's our last podcast together i'm glad this is not like, our Google. last podcast like, we're together court. in person oh, yeah in
3: person for a while for you a never week. know yeah
0: yeah but it's
3: chicago mm, good shit, <laughs> i was about to say them
0: chicago niggas can't have me just yet baby yeah. not yet yeah. <laughs> but um yep dallas diamond we're here with two amazing i guess like our co-chairs our co-stars our lovely guests for this evening um I don't know if Keyshawn actually ever got on any, any of our published episodes. But he has been recorded episodes. He's been, he's in several episodes, like, pre-recorded. It's just, I think those are the episodes that was so much cut and take and editing mm-hmm. that I was just like, child, we can't <laughs> release him right now. So, um, Keyshawn's finally going to get published on one of our episodes in The Other Southerners. Because he deserves and- it. No, and talking about deserving, we have our we're breaking kind of like a tradition that Jamila and I thought we were gonna keep for the other yeah. seven news. So
1: the other seven is actually originally started off because uh, one, we are all from the south, yes, um, or south adjacent, yes, and so all of our previous guests have been from the south um, and have been of queer identities. Um, so I would like to introduce the first person who is not of queer identity or.
0: What an amazing ally and glad An that she amazing could. ally,
1: and one I'm so proud to say has been my roommate, uh, maybe even a friend.
3: Absolutely okay. a friend, I, You know, sometimes you gotta ask. <laughs> no, absolutely a friend, well, uh, also I'm so honored, I, I had know. no idea I was the first. I was Hello. gonna make sure we mentioned that. Hello to everybody. <laughs> this, uh, Elise, you wanna introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Elise Miller, I am also a southerner, I am from Texas, specifically Dallas. Murphy, texas if you want to be really specific okay. i am currently in law school because i hate my life and <laughs> <laughs> jim will like us to see how stressful that is but it's fine we're fine um as you heard i like to play guitar play piano do art and just be a well-rounded human being so we
0: love
3: yeah. that oh which one else uh she her
1: awesome great to have you here thank, thank you for you. bringing out the guitar doing the acoustic you know me always. i brought this idea to Elise <laughs> like. earlier this week and she was like hell yeah we got this um and so it's great to not just have her in the background but to actually have her participate yes. but yeah and i do want to shout out one what well, a big a big guy on campus uh, if not one of the most legendary people on campus i would say and like let me tell you something Sometimes, like I know Makai. Sometimes and like, we we've openly talked about this on podcast. Sometimes I'd be like, "Damn, Makai, like I wish like we was on like the same type of attraction wavelength. Because if we did, I would date you. And let me tell you something. If Makai didn't take me, this guy right here, I don't know what's best going on in girl. Oklahoma that they drinking out this water that got them blind. But let me tell you about Key the Baddest, Right, I got the keys. Okay, the best barb. Okay. In I'm surprised he's got on this podcast, even though I talk shit about Nicki Minaj. But are you a Nicki guys- fan? Are you a Nicki fan? Are you a Nicki <laughs> fan? <you> a Nicki <laughs> fan? Uh, but <laughs> I do want to introduce y'all. Actually, let me—I let- <laughs> can't—I can't do him well enough, so I'm gonna let him introduce himself. So, Keisha, please introduce yourself to the podcast once again, okay. on record.
0: <laughs> no, actually, because you've done this before, but just one more time, boys. <laughs> it's little me, Keisha. Little. But, you know- not with well, that resume. Babe, I am mean, about to yeah, say, you do big bitch things. Stop um, on. Um, but yeah, no, Keyshawn Wallace,
4: partner, I see if his or she or hers. It's a little bit depends on what you feel. Know, and I'm just happy to be here with y'all again. You know, Favorite people. You know. Where are you from? I am from Dose, Oklahoma, you know. So. T-Town.
1: T-Town. T-Town. Yeah.
0: Well. Historical city, historical city. Historic, Greenwood, you
1: know. Right yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's great to have you all here. Uh, just to let you all know, uh, we do have tea provided. We do have wine provided, and we're gonna tell you what wine we're drinking later, and we'll tell you which one's our favorite later. Um, hopefully, none of us are starting our words by that time. But it's gonna be a great podcast. All right, it's time for guess that lyric. Ooh, um,
3: I'm ready. This
1: season's guess that lyric theme is Disney. Yes. Uh, all I will have to say is one I know Elise is very talented at singing. You heard her in the opening. Oh, well, thank so you. So please um, <laughs> don't don't. Don't don't think I chose this easy. This is a great song, I think, but I had to choose the harder section of this song just so you all wouldn't get it off first. Rip, okay. okay. Now, today we'll be doing two songs because we do have two new guests here, but... Wait, am you, I participating? Yes, you are participating. Right. on. Because I know you, you have a trouble guessing. Um, um, but... But I have the lead for this season. You're welcome. Because you never come up with a song to guess, but... That's true. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, you got me there. You got me <laughs> You're there. You're right. <laughs> uh, but here's the rules. So you have 10 lines to guess what song this is. Okay. Now, since it is Disney, I will say it's difficult. So I will tell you how this song will work because it is a difficult song. You can either tell me the name of the person or the group. And if it's a group, if you tell me the group name or you tell me everybody who
3: has sung this song that's okay. part of this group.
0: I can tell you it's a group because she's never gave the stipulation before. This is <laughs> but never you had, a have
3: I was about to just... Is, are we just doing, like, Disney movies or, like, DCOM, Disney Channel original movies? Cool spam. Mickey Mouse had a hand in
1: this. That's all okay. I have to say. If Mickey Mouse yeah. had a hand in it, it's even, like... We're counting Whitney Houston. We're okay. counting...
3: If it's on Disney Channel, it's game. If
1: it was played on Disney Channel, this counts.
0: If it's on Disney Plus, mm. it, counts. it
1: counts. There you go. Um... I will only say this. You have ten lines. You're working together, so put your minds together, okay. separate, whatever you want to be. Okay. You can trade your lines in for seconds of the song.
3: Okay.
1: All right? All right. Everybody's ready? Mm-hmm. Because of so many of you, uh, we're going to, like, I'm just going to read the lyrics to you, okay? Okay. ready for the first lyric? Right. mm mm-hmm. Someday, I'm going to find someone.
3: I think i already know it what is it Goffy? i hope maybe not because it's kind of embarrassing if i do is it part of your world nope ah okay oh so on again okay someday what someday i'm gonna find someone oh wait i already know what is
1: it cheetah girl
0: days.
3: someday oh. i'm gonna yeah. find someone to yeah. yeah that's fine okay do you know the song yes yes
0: i can say my own dress. I can dream my, my own,
1: own dream. dream. That's my it. Dream.
0: My light is like, I, shining. Oh, it's It's me. Like, I'm so I I'm gonna set me free. I, I don't wanna be like Cinderella sitting in the dark, cold, dusty cellar, waiting for somebody to, to come, come and set me free. free, okay? Oh my god. I oh said that. Fuck
2: that nigga.
0: Fuck okay. <laughs> that nigga.
1: Again, I, I told you. These songs today are going to go on with the theme. And so that was the theme, one of the themes for today. You
3: ate that up. Yeah. That I told good. y'all
1: was Disney, started song you really. Good. That's good. Tried. I tried so hard. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I, I, tried. I'm I was like, at least I'm going to get this. And no, I'm like, sorry. I have
3: to make it difficult. Well, so I, I start actually, on. I rediscovered that song this past year because it really motivates me when I go to no, school. No, absolutely. Yeah. So I started listening oh, to that, it like for real, for real. I <laughs> would say,
0: I'm kind of disappointed in myself for not knowing that because, uh, Yeah. back to i I kind of start listening to Cheetah Girls to wake up in the morning. As <laughs> you should. <I> <laughs> Especially As you Cheetah Girls 2, the one that's on Spotify. Oh my God, Struts? Wake up to Strut or the party's just begun. Uh. <laughs> uh, the party's just begun. Yeah. she brush up teeth today, bitch. You'll get Tell real. Tell me hungry. why our
3: other roommate is in Barcelona right now. Oh, I love that. Right? I told her to Strut on these yeah, steps. No, need tea no, she, needs tea. she needs her teeth. I'm going to live vicariously through yeah. her.
0: Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love
3: that for her.
1: I think she texted me. and She was like, Hey, I got your
0: package.
1: Shay? Yeah. It was, yeah. Shay's in Barcelona? Mm-hmm. I love that for like, oh, oh, like her. I know. I'm sure you hooked I for a great <laughs> life. And she was like, Okay, yeah. And then she's like, Wait, who is this? And I'm like, This is Jamela. Oh. She's like, Yeah, I'm in Oxford. I'm like,
2: Yeah, girl. I know. Like, <laughs> Don't forget about <laughs> <that
1: I asked>. us. <laughs> like, I'm like, I know like, She was living her best life and then she's like, Northern Oklahoma, who the fuck is this? No, that is what. what, what? <laughs> That's but funny. yeah, okay. Y'all ready for the second song? Always. Always. Okay. I must admit, it helped a little bit.
2: Ooh.
1: Hmm. Hmm. This isn't a Disney song. I'll give you that. What? This isn't a Disney song. Sir. But it's on Disney Plus because I
0: thought it was supposed to be Disney. I said song. the second. I'm oh, sorry.
1: Oh, the, said, the second song is not from Disney. But it's from the. It's for our theme of today, which is healing and forgiveness. Okay. Say it Repeat it. Yes. I must admit, it helped a little bit. Mm.
3: I'm
1: gonna the next line.
0: That sounds like some mysterious shit. I must admit, it helped a little I'm bit. I'm gonna tell you
1: something. How I chose this song. After you guessed it. Ooh, that's my mother. This line. Um, to think of how you feel column. when you saw it. Say it again. Okay. The current song. do hey, is- call me. I'm
0: just playing. That's
1: actually my mama calling me. I'm going to answer her though. Hold on. Pause. Hey, mama. No. So, y'all, we got to take a pause on the podcast because yeah, my mother called me and I was like, all right, big line. Like, I'll call back later. Then she called me again. Then Makai's mother called him. Literally. And yeah. we're like, all right, we might need to answer. This might be a sign or something.
0: I told you, everything is a sign. You got to follow everything. Also, uh,
1: Makai got, uh, well, they got food from Bronx, which is like downstairs from our apartment. And the number is 666. I already may take this. That's
0: a sign for something. I think it's a blessing. Any number that comes in three is just letting me know that my ancestors are watching me. <laughs> like, you know? Like, it's like the trinity. They're just letting me, like, granted, is 666 kind of like a scary number to some people? Sure. But I'm not doing shit to get 666 right now. Like, granted, if I was out doing some whole shit and I saw that, I'd be like, ooh. <laughs> let me go home, you know? But I'm on the podcast, so. Um, if anything, it's just probably telling me not to eat that ice cream. Ooh. Ooh. ooh what is going to it's cause the ice cream oh wait the ice cream was ice cream the bottom is of this that's a different one. Yeah, mm-hmm. one no I can eat it can eat no it.
3: We, can eat it. we can eat it we will we will <laughs> my stomach you, know what? What? you <laughs> believe <this laughs> in the
2: holes and all
0: that good stuff hmm you Did believe in the sweat holes yes I do okay that would
2: make sense about okay.
4: you know if you say, is gonna say no I don't believe in that I'm like well why do you believe in this you know right
0: No, yeah. I love me good angel But okay, what's the okay, so what's the stake line? I'm sorry. We back. we back. Mama's okay, called so we have yeah, our mom. Everybody's mama's room. good. We good. Hey mama if you listening, even I know you're not. <laughs> she gotta to talk too nasty on here. It's
1: encouragement to refocus. I'm oh, sorry, I had to Google it because I was like Encouragement is
0: to remain focused. Yeah, to remain focused. So
1: 66?
0: yeah,
1: yeah tell you just my bad number. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I had to like check that out because yeah. um most of you, you know I grew up in a Catholic school and it turns out sixty six. Everybody's like, You gotta pray and I'm like, Yeah. You don't have to do that right now. All right, going back to Guess That Lyric is inspired by today's topic of podcast, which is healing and forgiveness, which makes it kind of funny to me um, that, that our mothers didn't us.
0: Right. Healing <laughs> from our <my> mothers. <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: so again, um, I must admit it helped a little bit. Your second line is to think of how you feel when you saw it.
0: To think of how you feel when you saw it. So what? Somehow. I must admit it helped a little bit.
3: Huh. It's just not coming up in my song. In sec- in sec- I know, in right. my head
1: right now. Go ahead, one. Again,
3: I had to make it difficult because I knew you were playing today.
1: <laughs> um, I didn't know that I had that much strength. I don't think I know this song. I don't know song
0: either. I think y'all do. We know this song because it sounds like I'm, I'm going to just read
1: sure. the three lines. I must admit it helped a little bit to think of how you feel when you saw it. I didn't know I had that much strength.
0: Stop. Right now, we gotta think, because Jamila be telling on herself when she gives us all them, like, little extra add-ins in the beginning. Think of a black woman that sings this song. It might not be Whitney Houston, but it's like, gotta be the same caliber. It's, it's giving would, 90s. Yeah, like, she, giving wouldn't 90s. Have, she wouldn't have said that earlier if it wasn't already something are we t- Wait, t- do we... I t- must admit, it helped a little bit. It could be, like SWV. I saw it. T- I saw it. T- Start, come on, next line. We got ten lines. I need, I go the, chorus. Lines I need the chorus. I need the chorus. How long does it take from.
3: to get to the chorus? It's not. You, you a little bit.
0: Wet. Yeah, she got us right in the middle
1: of the mm-hmm. verse. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad you'll see. It. I'm, but I'm glad you'll see what happens when.
0: When what? Nah, you're not reading these lines right.
2: <laughs> I must know. admit, it helped a little yeah. bit
1: to think of how you f- to think of how you feel when you saw it. I didn't know that I had that much strength. But I'm glad you'll see what happens when.
0: How many lines are we in? You are four lines in. I want my six seconds. You want your six seconds? I, I six think seconds. I want the six seconds, too. We can combine our last six lines for the six, six seconds. seconds of the song. Yeah. Okay. I'd rather do that before we get too deep, because I don't know.
3: Uh, I'd have to hear the chorus on this Once song. Once I hear
0: these, they're going to be like, what the fuck? Cheaper stell. Let yeah. me try to turn on my like, see so if I can it. catch it. Yeah. <laughs> is it baby? There we go. Everything he wants to say is baby. But I know it's not. Baby, baby. Hey. <laughs> Come on. Can you stop mm-hmm. I'm
4: trying to like get to the part. Come on, Jamila. Jamila Janila.
0: Come on. Baby, we won By default no. it's, like, it's been oh over six, oh
3: six seconds Yeah, oh.
0: this man's hey, our hey, podcast It he
3: takes her six seconds <laughs> Like damn, <name laughs> the audience is like, where it's Shit
0: A brief intermission Like type shit Ah, oh, shit, that's yeah. Jasmine Sullivan oh, That's the windows at your car yep. Easy There you go That's it I didn't get
4: it
1: Say the say the line just told us again. I told you. I'll sing it for you. I must admit it helped a little Damn. bit. Damn.
0: I got not think
1: it. of how you yeah,
0: feel the wasn't seeing
1: it
0: first. That's not how she does that. Bitch, you don't know how that song go. That is not the melody. <laughs> Look, I'm that. Bad. Cause it's the verse. This isn't like the- You poem. just chop that up. <laughs> no, because she does break it up. She said like, put me in the studio.
1: I got some for you. Remix. <laughs> bullshit and I thought of that. And like, because we're talking nah, about healing and forgiveness.
0: and Nah, I'm like, you being shady. Because why would you choose that song? Because I thought of it. But healing, you. for our healing episode, you want to choose that song? Because I thought of Bitch, I know you am gonna be. That's why you're <he's> shady. We did heal from that. That nigga car still standing, ain't it? <laughs> shit, don't I'll start with me. Don't start that car. shit with me. Y'all, I've been hey. drinking one, too. Y'all already know I'm that bitch when <laughs> I'm on it, okay?
2: Don't All get right. me back in there. We're healing. Heal. So,
0: yeah, that was
1: it. Yeah, zen. crossed that off on list. Did that. So, I'm going to just offer y'all another ASMR right quick.
0: Yeah, I need another pour. Now board. we're
1: trying Stella
0: Peach. No, yeah, because the one on me. Realize I'm at the bottom of my cup. That's probably why I'm getting excited. So, you
1: want me to pour you over this ASMR? What you mean? We save our good. critiques for you this. end. Stella. I our critiques to dog. I it a lot. The
0: Stella
4: Peach? Okay, let's come on. Okay, let's so, get this is so
0: peach. So, we're going
1: to do this ASMR to transition. Eye, to be a
0: peach.
4: Per, I'm not
1: can I give a refill what you gave
0: Makai? to begin with? Uh, was it the blueberry or the mellow? Oh, that's no. good. You can do small mm-hmm. Come back. So
4: yeah. Come. that shit back,
0: now, I would like to give our viewers a
1: warning. If, this, if the audio and the conversation goes live, just know you are
0: hearing a lot of wine pouring right I'm now. I'm telling you right now, the audio ain't going to be that good. Because I'm kind of like, I'm letting everything go. So, wine pouring, drinks hitting the uh, counter, people okay. smacking their lip, we good. Because I was, I don't know if that was him or me, but I was fucking these wings up and you care all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it, it was his burger <laughs> on my wings.
2: It <laughs> it was you was not, heard somebody turned food up. Considering where I
0: was sitting at, it was the
4: wings. It probably was. Like, so it was
1: I was in there, it. Did. Thank you. All right. So today's, again, is healing and forgiveness. We love it. And as you know, this is why I chose those two songs. Because those are two sides of healing and forgiveness, right? Like, I don't need no fucking Prince Charming. I'm not no fucking someone with my own fucking Prince. Okay. And then I'll bust the windows out your car. Because you got me fucked up. Because... Nigga, the
2: fuck? No. Really? And I
1: felt good when I did it.
0: Um uh, I, so... I, I know I would have.
2: I know I would.
3: But,
2: but is that healing though? But it's the healing though.
0: I feel like but it's, a, my real it's, a, it's a path to healing because what I realized okay. in my journey of okay. healing if is that like mm. everyone's way of getting there isn't the There's same, mm, yeah. and some people's healing is prettier than others, mm-hmm. and that's what pissed me off in my healing because I really expected my healing to be a lot prettier than what it was. Mm-hmm. So when it was so ugly, I was like, bro who the fuck did this? So I was extra mad because I'm like, I shouldn't be this hurt. Like, my healing shouldn't be this ugly. Mm-hmm. But it, it was going to be that either way because I'm a dramatic bitch, so... Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I have a question. Yes. What is healing? What is healing to you? What does that look like?
0: I think... Not the deep guess. breath. Yeah, I felt like we guess you <she'd> be eat that Because that was a good one. <laughs> no, literally. Because everybody took a, get, a little collective a little breath, breath for yeah. that. I
1: told you, yeah. I had a
3: plan for this podcast. I feel like... Healing is something that you have to work on constantly throughout your entire life. Like, I don't know if it's something that you can ever put a clear definition to, oh, mm. almost, because, like Makai said, it's so different for everybody, and we're constantly learning and healing and growing. So, I don't know. I guess I would say healing is a growth process. Oh God, it's, a process. it's a growth process. I like that.
4: I like that anybody else yeah for me i think um healing trust with forgiveness mm. um, you gotta first forgive yourself but then also forgive that person not to forgive their actions because they did what they did and they meant that but more so forgiving yourself in the sense of like you couldn't stop them for doing that like that was out of your control and that's okay like once you're able to forgive like those instances you can start looking forward um like your experiences and not like look back so much at like the negative things that happened
1: yeah right I, and I really like that like you have to sometimes like forgive yourself because I think like we we're uh hanging out last week and we we're talking about like there are 10 but you know they treat you like shit but they like pay for everything for your friends and it's like I forgive myself for allowing me to be with somebody like that, like a bum like that, you know? Right. And I really like how you said that, like, you have to forgive yourself first. And I also agree with you, Elise, like, that healing is long-term. It's not just one way. One quote that I feel like every therapist I've ever dated always said, or, like, therapists I know or social workers say. You therapist? no, 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 no. I've dated therapists, not my therapist. Dated therapists. all therapists. Therapist. Okay. 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 It's like, you know, you, you, your first 18 no. years of life, you spend the rest of it trying to work on how to heal from that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And it's, yes. look, different things, different things, different things. Uh, but, like, how much time do we actually spend, like, just trying to heal from, like, something experienced in childhood? Or, like, we were talking about earlier, like, we're maybe coming to the end of our mm-hmm. young 20s. And it's like, you're still trying to figure out how to do a life and like, do you forgive yourself for that mistake and what does healing from that mistake look like? Um, so I, I totally agree with all.
3: Yeah. And I, I also just think healing takes so much time.
4: Time and effort.
3: It takes a lot of time and effort and you never know, like you could think that you're completely healed from something and then years later it could just pop back up if something traumatic happens to you or if something is said in a conversation. You know, and I, I think sometimes, kind of like what Makai was saying earlier, that we want our healing to look pretty. Um, but it's just not always pretty, and it can take a really long time, and it can be really, a really grueling process. So we just have to give ourselves a lot of grace when it comes to healing, I think.
1: Yeah, I didn't learn that until like earlier this year. So mm. I'm being open honest. I have PTSD, and like, mm. I don't do fireworks. I was surprised that when I went outside for fireworks in mm-hmm. July like I had to like this year I, had to, I went to New Year's with a friend and I didn't realize how bad like I, I had a bad extra fireworks because I had been in like an incident like where a party had uh, too many parties had got shot up, and then somebody new got shot so it was not a fun experience mm-hmm. but I didn't realize like how that experience had affected me until it was like New Year's and everybody's was like oh let's do fireworks and I was like uh you know fireworks they're loud they have that loud bang I don't want to use it and I thought I was over it and then like somebody sets on fireworks in front of me and i run like crazy and then i just end up like crying <laughs> and just mm-hmm. mad yeah. like emotional because i'm like i'm not okay like i'm still mm-hmm. trying to heal from that moment and it's taken a lot to heal from that moment and even to like mm-hmm. sit on like uh not sit but like stand on the garage mm-hmm. no like, i'm fine state this is from these fireworks but like, part of me is like no like go to safety so I totally agree. Healing is not laying here. Sometimes you think you're good and this shit happens and it's like, no, you're not. Like You have to go,
3: it kind of feels like your wits back to scrambling one over you, again. You know, I'm the absolute worst about saying like, okay, I'm going to heal from whatever happened to me last week in one week. Or like, I'll give myself a month. And you just can't. You can't put a time on it. You can't. You really can't. So, I don't know. I, 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 I'm I kind of contradicted to that. Because it's like,
1: so I went through something this week. I'm not going to say what it was. I'm just say I went through something. And like I was just like I mean I called my car I was like I'm frustrated I don't know what the fuck to do with this situation mm-hmm. and so it was many situations brought up into one and so I just really frustrated i just like I was like all right cry you can cry like just let it all out till midnight mm-hmm. and I'm like just be in your thoughts be in your feelings like cry like listen to all the jack music you got and then when we wake up in the morning you gotta get up and work on this shit and like that's easier said than done mm-hmm. like you know especially like. It's kind of like sometimes the process of mourning, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Um, It's just hard to wake up and be like, actually, I choose to go past the situation. Especially, like, if you have to, like, still be in that same situation or revisit the situation Mm -hmm. or, like, have to see people involved in the situation and want to bring it up, it's like, Mm -hmm. like, I'm trying to get past this. Or, like, I'm trying to forget this whole situation. I love
0: everybody's perspective. That was so, like... (laughs) because I really do not know how I wanted to answer that question just because me in therapy recently, like, it's yeah. been very... Dude, ooh.
4: Come we love it in yeah. therapy. Yeah, yeah. Me, me. love therapy. It. I've been working
0: through some shit in therapy. Yeah. I have been, but hearing y'all say it kind of helped me figure out, like, if I had to, I live for metaphors. I'm always a good metaphor mm-hmm. person. So, I would say, like, especially, like, just kind of thinking about what y'all are saying, I would say healing is like a garden and tending to a garden. Because mm-hmm. the same way that you say, like, it's not linear. Because it's not, you can't put a timeline when you're going to reap the harvest that you're looking for. Mm. Like, you know, like, but in that same way, like, the reason why I feel like healing was so ugly for me is because I didn't realize so much of that part of my garden was already so desolate. Mm -hmm. And then to have, like, this gopher or, like, this fucking, like, I don't know, whatever rodent would come through the garden to, like, up in all the roots of whatever good seeds I thought I was putting in like mm. no, it wasn't really their fault because the ground of that garden was already so dry, so like unnutritious like I couldn't grow anything there anyway but like the healing of today has helped me like learn, like stop focusing on the sprouts stop focusing on the grass like get the weeds out first you know bring in some fertilizer, bring in some coffee grounds, bring in some fucking eggshells some shit that hurts like some shit that like, you don't even want to deal with it no more. Put it in the ground so it can ting. You need to know?
3: compost. Compost! You need to compost. Let's yeah. a little stinky yes. a little
0: bit. So it can actually nourish your ground. So then the seeds and the roots that actually were your wildflowers can grow.
3: Oh, that was a beautiful metaphor. Yeah. I, a beautiful I like beautiful. to write. So that no, metaphor, I don't
0: love the metaphor. Yeah. Oh, That really yeah. hit it. Because it's just like something about healing and like realizing that though this gopher came and really fucked some shit up. It wasn't really the gopher's fault. Like, this is some shit, like... Like y'all say. like, this is years. Like, this is, like, a kind of, like, a, a circular, a cyclical thing. It's not many years. Like, the shit that I was, like, thinking I was healing from... That shit I had been actually trying to heal from since childhood. Right. Shit. This gopher just came and kind of fucked the ground up. So I'm like, what the fuck? It was just flat ground and now this shit is dug up. Like, nah, bitch, don't be mad cause the gopher dug it up. Because, bitch, you should have closed the gate. More than mm. anything... If you would have kept the gate closed, you would have never realized that this is actually desolate fucking ground. So thank that gopher, because now you can go put your compost in mm. So just getting that moment. like Healing is just like, you know, tending to your garden and just like letting things grow and just like waiting for like that harvest. And even when the harvest comes, it might not be as bountiful as you want. Like you might have to wait another season. Like the flowers might come this year, but you might you have thought you was going to get a bouquet and you only got a couple of buds. Next year might be different. Next season might
3: And to that point, I think healing is also being comfortable in the uncomfortable. Yeah. When things are growing, you're not reaping a harvest yet. Being okay with how beautiful your garden still looks. Right, because
0: those sprouts, those small sprouts are still beautiful.
3: And, you know, and continuing to work and not giving up because... There will be a season where your harvest will come. It will be bountiful. It will be bountiful, and, and right now it's hard. Right yeah. now you're fighting the gophers. You're, you're the digging. Go- <laughs> you're figuring it out. You're planting the wrong seeds, yeah. and then figuring out, oh, that's not the right seed for me, and yeah. then planting the right ones. You know, and it just takes time and being comfortable and what's uncomfortable. And being grateful
0: for like the pollinators that come through the garden.
3: Absolutely. Because I feel like that's what my
0: friends have been for my garden. Like mm-hmm. when my, like you said, like when I'm looking at my garden, I'm like this shit is so ugly, like, it's not even what I wanted to be like, right. my friends really have been uh oh, Suri you better not fuck with this man okay, no, you not, I'm sorry, oops sorry, Apple, don't do not not give us a, <laughs> a a sponsorship Siri just kind of messing me a little bit you gotta put that out that <laughs> <laughs> That'll be, be the reason but, um, I was gonna say, I feel like my friends like Jamila, Keyshawn, like Esther, like these people who were what I thought was like very close to that gopher
2: mm.
0: no like these are actually pollinators in my life these are mm-hmm. bees and dragonflies and butterflies in my life that are actually like they were I mean they weren't gophers you know I don't know I just I just like friends are pollinators like everything's just like a beautiful little cyclical kind of season of nature mm-hmm. but even then thank you to that gopher granted please go fuck <laughs> up somebody else's garden but thank <laughs> you for what you did. like honestly
1: I want to go back to the point you made is like okay. sometimes you never realize like you need a gopher in the garden to realize how fucked up your garden was in the first place Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I don't know like uh, I used to garden a lot with my family Like my family like they're sharecroppers so like I remember mm-hmm. like one time my family had me doing yard work and I was like they got me like, I slaving out here and they like make sure whatever you do do not leave any weeds in that goddamn fertilizer it, will, it will mess up everything and like I, I mean like it was real like my, my, they would like do that to like if you do your work don't let no weed stick around like kill the weeds right then like take it out like you learn like to take, not just like pick up a weed but like take it out and like make sure you get the root of it
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and I never realized like how important it was until I started gardening as an adult or like trying to work at people's gardens I'm like you're not picking your garden right um, but one thing I did notice, like, the same thing in life. You know, like, sometimes we're just like, oh, we we'll just put the leaves off the weed. Um, Those are still and so sometimes down. we don't even know, like, what to plant with what. Because you can't plant everything with everything or in the, in the same place. Um, and that's something I'm learning now is, like, you may have started planting here, but actually, like, it was never meant to sprout here. It was never meant to, like, bloom here in the first place. You're planting something in the wrong climate area mm-hmm. or zone. Um, and that's something I'll had to realize lately is like sometimes you just learn lessons and you have to take it somewhere else
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and and that's kind of hard to believe and one thing I, I really want to go back to is like sometimes you never realize how deep it goes and like especially from childhood and I want to go back to the point of like forgiveness and like what does forgiveness look like and how do we forgive um whether it be ourselves or other people like sometimes in those ones where we don't want to forgive people like how, how do you go about that and like Especially, like, as an adults, you know. Sometimes we have to look at those people who are, like, you know, who've done this wrong in some type of way, shape, or form, whether that's the system or uh, individuals. Like, how do y'all forgive? Um, yeah. That's tacos it on me.
0: I feel like I've been having to learn how to forgive still. But um, in the words of some, some passage from the Oprah Winfrey book of Sunday's Sunday school, like not Sunday. Like you know how she had like the Sundays
3: the Super Soul conversation. Super soul conversation. I've been listening to those. She has yeah, a book.
0: Like I have a book of like all like her favorite conversations. Oh, it's a gorgeous book. I definitely okay. I'll find it. I will give it to you so you can read okay, them. They're too. lovely. Um, but all in all, it's just like the conversations that she had over super super soul Sundays. Mm-hmm. And one of them was talking about how like forgiveness like true forgiveness is understanding the like you can't change the past. Like, as much as you want to, the past can't be changed. And just accepting that the past can't be changed and just, like, Mm -hmm. living in that for today. Mm -hmm. And I think today, if you ask me, what is forgiveness for me? And I'm going on the record to say this for future Makai to come back to and listen to. um, Realizing that, kind of like that same principle of the movie, everything, everywhere, all at once, like, it all kind of happens for a reason. Like, even though this shit hurts today, it's leading me to be able to learn a skill that, like, I need for my existence in this universe. And even though that shit hurt for whatever it was that I'm learning to forgive of because or learning to forgive, like, I have to learn that very reason of forgiving, that thing, so I can just kind of keep going on whatever destiny, whatever kind of, like, track my life gets me to. But I have a belief that my skill in this lifetime is just resilience. Like, if any of the Makai's from all the universes and multiverses had to come to me for anything outside of my wonderful fucking fashion sense, outside of my, you know, sweet fucking heart and my Southern Belle fucking cooking skills, mm-hmm. I really think you're coming to the Makai in this universe because I'm resilient as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, people can ass like, oh my god, today in Uptown Cheapskate, sorry, I'm a little tangent right now, but Uptown Cheapskate, me and Keyshawn went for the like $1 sale or whatever.
3: <gasps> the Oh, this my girl. You can go this Go check them out. I will be there tomorrow. Yes, yeah. so, so. hit them up
0: and go early because bitches b- be in line. Today was my first day actually like, wearing we a, wear really a skirt back. in public. Yeah. And I had to wear a skirt, y'all. It's the summer. I don't care if anybody has a problem with me being a 6'3 nigga wearing a skirt. <laughs> I'm wearing a skirt because my balls fucking sweat, bitch. I need to breathe. Right. Jeans, shorts, it's hot and I <laughs> sweat like a big bitch. I will say it to the day I die. I sweat. I will so just acknowledge that
1: like your private parts sweat. Like there's a reason.
0: People I... don't want to acknowledge that, and I will get on the mic and be attesting, and I will say it for the kids, so the kids will not have to feel gross. Yeah, your privacy is sweaty, and yes, I wore a skirt to get relief, but this white man in uptown, cheap bitch, I kid you not. This nigga had a clock to the side. He like wide mouth. I'm like.
4: When was the that's why I came is. to find you when you was over in the
0: men's shorts and I was like JT I just kind of came and wow, I felt so, so crazy, uncomfortable buddy. his head is cucked to the side he like and I literally turned around and stared him down and was like yes I'm wearing the skirt and then laughed and walked away but it's the resilience because that Oak Cliff bitch in me had that been me <laughs> freshman year I am like, nigga, can I fucking help you? <laughs> but I saw clip. Me would have been wearing the skirt and uptown cheesecake because that would have been a different insecurity right, in mine. Right, right, right. So I'm like, just all in all, like, well, the things right, I have right. to go through, yeah. you know, the things I have to forgive. Like, I forgive that man for looking at me like right. that. I know you was just a little confused because you're like, damn. Is that a nigga looking at you You got good legs, skirt? too. I have amazing yeah. legs. I know I do. But I want to forgive so I can Go ahead and keep being on a with me. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Y'all go ahead and answer the question. I'm going to pump you another glass of wine. I also <laughs> love it, though,
4: because our ancestors are looking down. Like, they're doing so much great things that we weren't able to do. Yeah. And then it's like, they walked so we can be here, and we're running. Not running the heels. Can't get there yet, but
1: we will. <laughs> okay. We're on our way. On our way. I just think, like, sometimes, like, do my ancestors forgive me for dating a white woman? No. <laughs> Because you
0: gave me reparations. Well, I forgive that. God forgive me. God forgive me. Take, we're take reparations. From the thing. If, reparations, but also me and Keyshawn were having a conversation today, and I think that's funny as a group of Black people on the conversation of forgiveness. Mm. I think, and forgive me, yeah. because there might be, this might be just sympathizing with the colonizer right now, but I'm at a point where I'm realizing, like, I'm going to stop being so anti-white. Now, anti-white whiteness, yes. White supremacy. White supremacy, always. Yeah. But white people, I'm gonna stop being anti-white people because, honest to God, there are some good-ass white people. Mm-hmm. And the reason I can say that is because I can also say, there are some badass black people. There are some right. black people that I would be a- come across and be like, I'm disgusted that we share the same community together. White. And there are some white people that I'd be like, damn, you can definitely come to the cookout. Right. You know, so... I'm going to say no. Our ancestors aren't mad about the white women that you date because you don't date the type of white women that are calling you a nigga when y'all get mad at each other. Now, if you were dating those white women, I would say our ancestors are rolling in their grave and cursing you in the fucking afterlife. They are. But you don't date those white women, so I think we're good. Thank
3: you. When I think about forgiveness, because I've been very fortunate. I haven't dealt with anything like super, super... Hard romantically in my life, okay. or I definitely have had some family members I need to forgive. As you know, you know how black families are. It's just like it can be a hot mess. Yeah. Um. But just collectively as a black community, how do we forgive the sins of this country? Like, how do we forgive racist oh. How do we forgive white people today who are racist, who choose to be racist, and do not care? Because I feel like we become the better, the stronger people when we choose to forgive them. Because to me, to, an- to go back and answer the question, forgiveness for me is a recognition of my own humanity, a recognition mm. of the fact that, hopefully, hopefully I would have been a good white person if I were born white, but if I were born in a certain situation, who knows what I would have done or what I would have said or how I would have been or how I would have acted. I don't actually know the answer to that question. So I it. if it's a recognition of my humanity, I've got to have some humility.
2: Wow.
3: I've got to have some humility when I choose to forgive someone who did something extremely wrong. And to me, like, especially because I'm working in the Oklahoma County Courthouse yeah. as of late, and especially on the felony docket, dealing with people who have murdered other people, wow. it takes that forgiveness to a whole different level. Like, Am I able to truly forgive something, someone who has done something that... Is horrible, but will I also be willing to look, step into their shoes and see their perspective and try to forgive even the worst of crimes? Mm. So mm. for me, the question of forgiveness becomes definitely personal, mm-hmm. but also societal. That left a lot more questions than answers. No, because no. No,
1: we talked about this last year. No. We are like, you know, we. We have a criminal system, not a justice system. Remember not
3: mm-hmm. to call a criminal it criminal legal system. Y'all, the right, before you go any
0: further, this is what, I just gotta give you your props right now, at least, because this is the shit I stay talking about. Like, this is why I'm so glad to know you, and it gives me a different type of warm heart for the future. Mm-hmm. Because, y'all, this is a future lawyer talking right now. Like... Fingers crossed. Hold on. <laughs> no. I you might, gotta you, make, you're, you're gonna the, be a lawyer. That's not fair. fingers crossed. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. My fingers crossed is you get really ambitious and want to take this shit to the White House. 'Cause I would vote politics, for you. Man. I can't I, would I don't know if I can do for for the politics and thing, and I just She's a attorney general. If something. <laughs> anything. Just, uh, <laughs> she i about that in a second. That got her different. That caught her attention a different Bro, way. The way your eyes lit up was like no. Seriously. Like <laughs> that inspires me too. to hear that like you even through the learning of like, you know, law and pre law, whatever that like, mm-hmm. and not to minimize anything no, no, you no, done, no, but like no. all that you have done, like the way the system really does like have a way of kind of like taking that humanity from people mm-hmm. but you still having that like no like we need to lean
3: on our humanity. Like Absolutely. that's literally what
0: makes this right.
3: Whew. And I've I realized like I've I have an easier time forgiving someone who accidentally killed someone or even someone who did kill someone than a white supremacist. And why is that? I don't... I don't really... I don't know. But I'm working on it.
4: <laughs> because as a... Well, white supremacy, that's also actively against your identity. Yeah. You
3: absolutely.
4: could kill someone and you can be... Outside of that, you're rainbows and sunshines. But, like, you're actively fighting against black right. people winning. And just not even just winning. Yeah. I can't... The fact that I have to be like, oh... You want to go to Look okay, out! on. they 30. We gotta be careful. Like, that's yeah, what the short term. The right, go away now. Right, like, right, right. I shouldn't have to think about that or worry about those things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Our forgiveness
3: say, to those people is how strong that is, is that? So but I feel like that's because too. honestly,
0: and I think that's just you—you you still coming from a place of humanity because it takes, in my opinion, anybody can be a murderer. And that's not to say, like, in cold blood, like, accidents can happen. Passion can get the best of you. Like, you never know what happens that Mm -hmm. makes you go there. So, I really do anything. Anybody can be a murderer, and that's probably why it's easy to forgive that. Because it takes a special evil spirit of a person to really decide to lean on. It takes a different type of insecure soul to say, I'm going to lean on hating you simply based off of something you cannot control. Right and giving myself this privilege of being better than you based off of something I got that I couldn't control.
3: Right. Like
0: how you said, like having that forgiveness still because you not knowing if you were white, what you would have been. Honestly, if I would have been a white person, I probably would have been naive as fuck to racism. I would have joined my little white fraternities or sororities and mm-hmm. been like, yeah, America's great. No, racism doesn't exist.
3: Which is why I try I to show... Had black friends. I try to show <laughs> grace to people, but yeah. then I also know... I also know plenty of white people who grew up with racist family and figured it out and did what they could. But that doesn't mean I won't forgive the willy nilly sorority girl, you know, or at least try to. But I think forgiveness also comes with a sense of responsibility at the same time. Like you can forgive someone and still hold them accountable just because we're forgiving and acknowledge it. Just because we're forgiving doesn't mean that we're forgetting everything. We're still trying right. to become better people,
0: you know? It should still hurt. And I think that's the big thing about forgiveness, mm-hmm. that people forget. People think just because I forgive you, I have to completely rid you of all the consequences of the fact that you hurt me.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, no,
0: you still hurt me. I'm still holding you accountable for the very fat fucking shitty shit you did.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: forgive you. So just know I don't wish any ugly or harm for your way. You, yeah. I hope that you find whatever the fuck you're looking for in life. And I hope it comes to you in, in a due time and it comes to you well. And in an abundant but just now it won't be shit to do with me no more adios to you
3: and that's why forgiveness is for you it, it is it is for do you. you i want you right to do what you want, but it just can't do nothing with me and now. you back to healing you will not heal until you've forgiven somebody mm.
0: And that's Is that why they say Forgiving is letting go It is It's I All the hurt All, okay. the all chug, 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 choo, 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 I want you to we know We all want to Chug it, chug it, choo, 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 Hold on, I just want you
1: to know The so other weird. option Than busting the windows out your car Was Busting your windows Is Was a Keisha call Let it go But I do want to get back to a point I'm glad we okay. did that one Because I would
4: never get a Keisha call I would say I would have, Yeah, I know
1: that, right? I was like That would be too hard Because you may have been Like a little bit too looking up And then we'd be seeing Keisha call okay. All night But One thing Hi. Sorry. So my thing is this is like I wanna go back to your point of like white supremacy and being able to forgive it, right? I think I can forgive a white supremacy. I, I would say I can't and like it's not because like you can't I can. Okay. Because at the end of the day, like okay, this is also coming from somebody who's like had to study white supremacy to some degree and like okay. understand like where it comes from and all the ways that it like shapes a form. Shout out to me for getting a degree. Uh Period. Gosh,
4: Freshly graduated.
1: Freshly graduated. But, like, and I can say, I have a degree in this. <laughs> you can. But one thing about white supremacy is the same way we can fall into, like, believing and stereotypes of whatever group of people, whether that be immigrants or, like, queer people or um, another religion or um, a certain ethnic group um, is the same way people fall into white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And so, like, one thing, like, I say to people, like, how can somebody, like, hate black people? And then I ask black people, like, how can you hate queer people? And then i act like they're like, oh, well, I don't hate queer but I'm like, how can you hate immigrants? You know, like, how can you hate, um, you know, the poor or the homeless? Mm-hmm. Or how can you hate somebody who isn't Christian? Um, how can you hate this certain group of people? And, you know, you just go down the list. And I'm like, oh, you probably hate somebody, or you're probably like have some type of supremacy for something. Um, if not, just, you know, even asking, like, do you think America's like a supreme nation? Like, do you think it's like one of the better nations in the world? And it's like, why? Um, and one thing I think about white supremacy is is like the same way we can it's, it's the same level of hate it's just one specific group right like there's other versions of supremacy you know you could talk about Christian supremacy or like uh, elitism right it's, it's, it's still some form of supremacy it's just not the major one and so when I think about white supremacy how most people get into it because we don't really think about white supremacists as or prosecuted white supremacists as the rich we see prosecuted white supremacists as poor rural whites. And so I think my forgiveness for them comes um, because I know, like, they've been brainwashed. Like, they haven't... E- they neither have been given the opportunity. If you want to compare groups so often, uh, rural whites and urban black and brown people have... are similarly... Situation. Done conditioned,
4: wrong yeah, by the
1: government, by, by, by society, and so I can't say that's wrong, you know. I, I mean, yes, actually, no, let me stop. I can't <laughs> say, it. like, right. about say. I
4: can't, I can't
1: say I, is wrong. no, wrong, actually, super, absolutely wrong, yeah,
2: yeah, but yeah, like, at
1: yeah, yeah. the same time, think of how hard it is for black people to admit that, like, the church is also wrong. Like, think of how hard, like, it's ingrained in your society. It's ingrained to how you can think you can come up out the world. It's like hating this one group, right? And so I think that's how I forgive. Now, do I forget? Nah. I'm going to forget you. Call me a nigger. I promise that. Or uh, the other actions of white supremacists I've, ha- I've seen happen in my life or in the lives of my people. But I think it's I'm easier to forgive because I know it's, it's not. Yes, it's your ignorance. Yes, of course. It, hatred comes from a root of ignorance. But also in the fact that, like, you put in in a situation to think that I am your enemy. When, in fact, I'm probably your better ally if anything else. And going on to that is, like, we talked about, like, the criminal system. And one question I always ask people is, like, when they, like, talk about, like, I want justice. I want justice. And I'm, like, do you want revenge? Mm -hmm. Or do you want justice? And, like, what what does justice look like to you? Like, Mm -hmm. is it an eye for an eye? Because, like, some things I think about is, like, um... Let's say like somebody kills your family member, right? Do you want them to die? No, then mm,
3: sorry.
1: No, you're good. But like then, like we're like, oh yeah, now I'm ready for the death penalty, right? But overall, like the death penalty we see is as inhumane, and even talking about what looks like as inhumane, um, I I find it funny. Like we call like the most progressive ideas humane, right? When in reality. It, 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 it.
4: Barbaric, humanity is like what we now. are
1: and what we is it is what is reality but yeah we use like humanity like for the sake of humanity um we use that term in a way of like showing progression in our society but in reality like humanity is like so barbaric um i had this discussion with somebody and i was like you know what they've done today the people are wrong but they're like everything in human history is to like divide and conquer but in that same breath i can say like you know is it better we as a society except for what we are as humans what we are today or is it better to progress and like i i, I will say and this is from my personal experience forgiveness is hard forgiveness is very difficult i could think of a lot of people i've dated that i did not forgive uh <laughs> i can think of a lot of people in my life who i'm like fuck you you Ooh. know and like no quite literally fuck you um mm. but as like, do i forgive you like even with our current yeah. situation is like do i forgive you for leaving the dishes out like that. Um, (laughs) It's kind of hard to be like, how did I know what you meant when
0: you said current situation? I was like, I
3: I,
1: I caught your dress. (laughs) It's like, can I forgive you for being dirty? And it's like, but I have to, because how do I progress as a person like you said and heal um, if if I don't accept it? And so overall, I think forgiveness is difficult to say. And it's kind of leads me to the question of like, how do you actually forgive? Like, what, what does it look like to actually forgive somebody? And I know we said we don't forget, but what does it look like for me to say, like, to Makai, I forgive you? And, like, even, like, we are talking about, like, more in a restorative justice sense. But, like, to somebody who did you own pressure, like, in your love life or, like, personal family, how what does forgiveness look like? What does healing look like with that person? Like, what, to what extent, like, does that look? Because, like, at the end of the day, it's like, I, I can I say, Makai, I forgive you for eating my fries. And that I makes me mean, just me like act like I don't care about it. But like at the same time, like Makai, if you stab me and you tell me to forgive you, I'm like nigga, you just stab me. How am i gonna forgive you, right? Like, what what does actual forgiveness look like? Like, how do you process actual forgiveness or actual healing? Like, how do you get to that point? Like, what are like the physical or the mental things you have to think through to like actually
0: do that those things? Before we answer it, because I think maybe after I say this, it might give a little bit easier ways to answer it um because you said it earlier in terms of the white supremacist concept like that whole like moment I think that yes the context of understanding why white supremacist mindsets exist is important and that does give them a little bit of a grace but I still think that it's just that moment like how you said earlier like some people grow up in those families and still find a way out Mm -hmm. and I think to answer your question in my own way kind of circling through that is just like leaning back on what you said earlier about being more in touch with what the fact, the fact is that it's your humanity. We're all humans. And I think the reason why we have so much division when it comes to conservative versus liberal, black versus white Christian, well, black Christians versus white conservative Christians I think it's always just this moment of like It's a versus thing. It's like, Mm. we're not focusing on the fact that we're humans. We're focusing on the fact that this is group A versus group B. Straight versus queer people. Christians versus every other religion in the world. Whites versus every other community of color in the world. Like, it's not... We shouldn't always try to stand behind these identities Mm -hmm. that society has given us to really, like, hold up the system. Because it's like, we're not fighting... I don't think black people actually hate, like, their queer brothers and sisters. I think Christianity and the systems has told them to hate it, and in order to feel that they're just in their blackness, they feel like they have to. Same goes for the white white conservatives, like, white supremacists. I didn't tell you that all you was was an American. Right. You believe all you are is an American, right. and you believe since you are an American, that means you have to hate black people. That's not your, that's not, granted, is that your fault? I do. Because you could stop thinking that you have to be an American so hard and realize that you're a fucking human before you're an American. But the people, the kids and the families who realize that are the ones who change that for them.
3: I mean, I'm a black Christian sitting right here having a great time, you know. Like, those boxes don't have to define who we are. And I feel like, like you're saying, if we try to dissolve those boxes, if we actually do that, then we'll see everything all at once, whatever the name of that movie (laughs) is. We'll publicize, publicize. We'll see that we're all one. I need sponsorship. And we're yes. all we're all human. Like uh, to me, I just see humanity as one being. And when we're fighting, when we try to put ourselves against one another, we're fighting ourselves, and that's generally unhelpful. <laughs> you're never you're never gonna get. Just think about
0: how we fight ourselves now
3: you and I like too like you fight yourself
0: in your own head
3: because, and I realized like when I realized that years later Ooh. I'm like I was stupid when I had all that internal conflict I was fighting myself and I didn't need to be and we're fighting each other and, and we don't need to be the
0: collective consciousness if this was like you say if we were all one being the person that is humanity is fucked off in the head you Cause all that. the different parts of you right now, like if humanity is one person, you got the black part of the brain fighting with the white part of the brain. You got the gay
3: part of the brain fighting what
0: with that the straight yeah, part yeah. of the brain. <laughs> it's
3: very our well, yin yeah, yeah, yeah is
0: fucked up. That's the why s- out of balance.
3: And that's why spiritually I am super I mean, I work for on death row kind of right now. Yeah, you do. Um, you that. And I just really feel like we as a society are killing of ourselves by continuing to kill people yes. even those who have done horrible things we're killing a part of ourselves it's a poison and we're never going to feel good as a nation or as a people or as individually until we eradicate the death penalty completely not the topic but <laughs> the <laughs> no, I, I, no, no we've that's kind of an extreme before. actually the death penalty is an extreme um of example of forgiveness and healing just societally how we are retributed retributive toward people yeah um yeah like do we will we choose to forgive will we just ignore and pretend like death row doesn't exist or will we try to find some healing and try to fix the systems that led people to be on death row in the first place because let me tell you to working on these cases Almost every single person that I've come in contact with has been abused in some way, shape, or form. So are we going to fix our social structures to make sure that people aren't abused, aren't impoverished, are are getting adequate health care, are not facing, I don't know, molestation and different things in their youth to make sure that people don't get that far in the criminal legal system? And
4: that's what the issue criminal system we don't see the victimization of it first and foremost and yeah, that's the issue criminal, that's because at mm-hmm. the end of the day i feel like um uh, did a really good job of showing this um, grown like six foot five man looking into the closet and seeing baby him confronting all his demons mm-hmm. and it's like at the end of the day before you were a criminal you were a victim and we need to focus on our victims first like we need to actually help there shouldn't be a reason why you committed you you committed this crime and you're not getting you're not serving a life sentence. You're you got convicted of three life sentences. That doesn't make sense when I can only serve one realistically. Right. Once so I'm why do we do I that? Dead. Like it's really just to push that it? point on exactly. your psyche, on
0: your soul that you're not getting out. You're getting justice because yeah. this
4: person has to do this three times. No,
0: I I understand that, yeah. and I think even in that point, it's the same way. To just be like, like you were saying, like the whole victim thing, and like. People are this way. I think the reason, especially like people, victims become criminals is because like you said, like the system has already done them wrong by letting them become a victim, but it does them double over wrong because now it's done such a good job at convincing them that they are a victim because that's what they're supposed to be. I mean... Like this happened to me because this is who I am. Like I am abused because... And I say this, I mean, we're not going to go there and all that, but shit's happened to me in the past. And when you have something like traumatic happen to you like that, you think like that was that's that was, that was my fault that yeah. was me
3: well it's like no it's not you know a,
0: being a victim isn't sure
3: absolutely and just like to bring it all back the truth of the matter is if people forgave completely i don't think we would even have an oklahoma county jail there would be no need for one because we would have fixed those systems and those families like when those problems were in their infancy you know and people wouldn't have so many emotional problems and white people would forget black people and the black community could forget the white community and there would be peace which is super idealistic but that's truly the power of forgiveness and if we allow ourselves to forgive in our own lives then we can restore our lives and the people around us as well yeah
4: I mean go ahead. especially once you start focusing on like the ways that we're all similar then we're different like at the end of the day I guarantee you, you have way more similarities with the person next shoot the person next to on that bus ride than you think, you know right. what are you do in the house. You in you. The
0: house? Right. right. Literally.
1: I mean, I think and I wanna go on this point like focus on victims and I think in theory everything works out in theory. I don't care what you think, everything works out in theory. In theory. In reality it's harder. <laughs> it's very much more difficult. And like my thing is I would say our justice system focused on victims who are white women. And mm. I, I say this in a way, like, uh, I took a civil rights class, and, like, I took it from this great lawyer in Oklahoma uh, called Melvin Hall. He's one of the best <gasps> black lawyers he's in Oklahoma. He's a great
3: attorney. And
1: a really great attorney. I
3: can't even get into the room with
1: him, but, yeah, he's a great attorney. Oh, shit. You should I'll, look, I'll find an excuse. Um, but um, one thing about, one thing he said in his class is, like, sometimes I have to, like, tell people, no. Like, I can't take your case. Like, even though, like, if a black woman came in, and said, hey, I have a discrimination case, he said he will have to like have a numerous amount of evidence and a numerous mm-hmm. amount of witnesses, credible witnesses, like over-credible witnesses, to even reach a settlement, right? And not even just to bring it to court. But he's like, if it's a white woman, it's easy. I could take it every single day. Absolutely. And so when I think about, like, focus on the victims, um, especially in this time, like, I know, like, focusing, like, saying white women is safe right now is kind of contradictory. But all I would say on that subject is, before y'all gave a damn about restorative justice in America, when white women didn't get the right to have an abortion, there was a bunch of black and brown people, a lot of queer people who did not have restorative justice in America. So just because you just joined the club, don't expect everybody to start throwing y'all the ideas. Because y'all bitches will switch that shit right back up like y'all did in the past with the women's right movement and be like, actually, I'll cut off my fucking arm for a nigger has
4: their uh, rights. So, quoting Susie B. Anthony, of course. But... <laughs> Direct. <laughs> Literally, like the fact that you said that, like we're not fighting for all of each other's rights. We're fighting for your rights and your people, and that's the issue. Like if we're not, if we're if we're not all eating at the table, we're all not eating.
3: That's the special thing about Black people. Like I know like everybody we, fucking we, we want everyone yeah, to get a plate, and play. not all races, and ethnicities, and cultures are like that. Especially not white people. They're not like that.
0: Because I feel like that's, but I think that's, on on God God honest truth, Western culture has, and just like that kind of like globalizing culture that we see today is so individualistic. Right. It's just so me, 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 me. Fuck everybody else in this room. And if you don't have a close tie to me and my close group of people, fuck you and everything y'all got going on. Because
3: I mean, think about how many people talk like they're super progressive, but at the end of the day, they're not voting. They're not actually doing anything tangible except for sounding woke. To make a difference in our society which is really frustrating right hard to forgive those people but we do it anyway because like michelle obama America's says right. like michelle says when they go low what do we do we go we go high. high
1: and i really hopefully someone who listens to this podcast has connections i really want to like for my doctoral research i want to just travel the continent of africa and the united states and just be like what are the cultural similarities across the African diaspora? Let me go see and like what's the difference between like, how we do social work. Um, but one thing we talk to in class is like, Black people aren't monolithic. But although we are not monolithic, and although like uh, we have very different ideas, we will vote for the community's sake. Like we will vote against what helps us the most, because we want the community to succeed overall. So if the lesser person in our community doesn't have it, we will. Vote outside of what helps us to support that one person. And that's kind of, like, why black Republicans get such a bad rap. It's
3: because, like... There are a lot of reasons.
1: (laughs) There's a lot of reasons. But one of the main ones is, like, you're choosing the side that's not even willing to admit that we need help, right? And so that's why you see predominantly black people vote Democrat. But I want to add an asterisk to that point. When it comes to black people, I think our power... And this is no shame to black men, but when I think about like how we got the civil rights we have today or had today, right? Um, black women went to the one of the major women's rights march in Washington D.C., and they're forced to stand in the back, but yet they still were an integral part of that women's rights movement. Where was the fuck was the white women when it came for the civil rights movement, right? Then for the civil rights movement, right? Black men were like, no, we'll lead this because we need to show a strong black man leading this to get white people to believe us. Black women still have to take the black seat. And so I wouldn't say the black community as a whole. But I think the more identities you have that are marginalized, it's, it's something about like, having to have more fight in you to see it through. And so, like for example, like you see these coalitions between different groups, and it's like, because we can identify, like, I can identify like with people who are Native, and it's like, you want your reparations, you want your land back. Hell yeah, you deserve your land back. And like it's also because the fact of the matter is like, as a black person, I understand what it's like to be stolen from your land. Mm-hmm. Like, although I have no memory of it, what it's like to be taken from your home and told to go somewhere else. And not know where that home is. It, it doesn't make any sense. Or, like, to be purposely moved or migrated
0: out of there? Um if anything for that whole point I would say that the whole thing for the the like white woman part I think the only reason white women get that like that protection continued is just because I mean yes it's white women but like with, when it comes to, like, the whole, like, s- the silver mo- rights movement, like, and, like, where were they in type shit, like, they got that held because, and this is kind of to the point I was telling Keishan earlier, like, when he made a comment of being like, I know I got conservatives in the car, because I will I mean, I joke around saying I'm a black conservative sometimes because, I, I do, but I say we, yeah. we have an unreleased podcast. We cannot release I was like, bro, I really said that shit on mic. My- and, and not even the fact that like probably like most people like I'm not conservative like the way you know the, 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 the TikToks will make it seem but conservative in the way that I feel like if we supported conservative things it would help us do what we wanted to do more. I'm a,
3: more. Yeah. I don't yeah. disagree with you you know? And Oklahoma A part of me feels like
0: Brandi, we, we can't go you. the conservative way. Well, or right.
3: I have heard an attorney told me that if everyone in Oklahoma even people that were progressive um, registered as Republican we would get a lot more done I don't know if I agree with that or not. I'm just putting it out there
0: into the Right. So, I just say conservative because I feel like if, if I supported, cons- not conservative ideas, but, like, the things that they were trying to push, like, away from, like, nation-wide, like, you know, government control like, that would help us be more community-focused. Because I think that's what we really need. I don't really think, like, the progressive ideas, they're cute, but they're still giving the government a lot more power, and it's taking too much out of the community.
3: Well, here's my thing. I'll to make this completely political, but... Democrats and Republicans are so much more similar exactly. to, you know, than a lot of people exactly. want to admit. Like To me, Bernie's moderate. So, like, Democrats and Republicans are on the same kind of spectrum. They're right. still mostly old white men. Right. with, Quite frankly, a lot of conservative ideas. A lot of Democrats are just under the guise of being progressive right. with a lot right. of fake language. But when you look at their actual actions, what are they doing? But at this, in the same vein... So many Republicans of the current Republican party and um, do not care about human rights. So it's like, am I going to give up that fight for human rights for a slightly more community oriented perspective? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree with both of you and I think this is how I see this like I think in America and I'm specifically speaking America and America only mm-hmm. is that like our left and our right are so like skewed yep. because at the end of the day, If I went to another country, I probably would be a conservative or moderate. But in America, I'm considered, like, an extreme left. And I'm like, my ideas aren't that fucking crazy. I promise you that. But Just like equality, no, what? Equality oh. divides, like. But
0: that's so crazy for America because it's like we literally were built on slavery, so you have to take that into
3: account. Yeah, like, it's extreme a country's built paradox. On
0: human like yeah, like human imprisonment, like it's crazy to think
4: that. And they we still it won't it. To acknowledge that. that. Like, we yeah. still won't acknowledge it. Literally.
3: We still won't teach it in school. So mm. you know. come on, CRT. Because mm. at the end of the day,
4: why? You're. What do you mean, Jessica's upset because? grandpa actually went to go watch Billy's dad get lynched. Like,
0: that happened. Bro. I'm so
4: sorry. Grandpa yes. was a shitty
0: person back in the day, sweetheart. But that's not you. When grandpa was telling you his favorite thing to do as a child was go to picnics, yes, that nigga was talking about a- picking a nigga, a nigga to go get hung. Like, he wasn't talking about going to go feed rusted of goddamn go to retriever treats in a goddamn park. Oh, you didn't know that? Yes, girl. That's, that's not a picnic. picnic. That's where picnic came from. Picnic is like from. from some French word about like a social gathering, but like picnic in the American sense, that like being outside picnic yes on a, on a fucking plaid yeah. fucking blanket is when white people would kick their feet up and watch niggas get hung outside while they're eating sandwiches was, and shit
3: it was worse than the hunger games so, absolutely. absolutely absolutely it and wasn't on no
0: choosing on a no bucket it was see that nigga on the streets
3: no it was bury a hole for pregnant women so they could still beat their backs and, and stay, keep the baby and keep the baby because they want to sell the baby oh that's what it is.
4: I think it all goes back to acknowledgement and also understanding the fact that like so much is going on in other people's lives that they don't want to like acknowledge because we're quick to learn about the holocaust Mm -hmm. because at
0: the end of the day that didn't happen here. That happened thousands and and thousands and thousands of miles away but also if that made them more money in the sense mm-hmm. that didn't make them feel guilty for being over here, because right, we, as Americans, could still make money during World War well, II and not feel guilty about it.
3: As far as I'm concerned, we, also plenty of house, go out plenty black change. people died in the Holocaust, but we don't yes. seem to learn about that. In, oh, oh, in gays, oh, yeah. we had
0: triangles
4: too. Absolutely,
3: oh. and, and the- here's my thing about the Holocaust. Actually, this is my mom's thing. She always says the Holocaust had a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah. Slavery still
2: and the only. oppression
3: of black people never had we're in the middle. Yeah. We are the in the middle. Yeah, no. Literally. Especially when you consider incarceration, when you consider how black people are treated in this country. And sure, maybe I can go to Walmart if I'm wearing the right clothes and it's the right time. I might not get harassed. Girl maybe even then, you consider social even media. Then, social right. media is its
0: own prison of the I, mind today.
3: Absolutely. So in so many ways we're so enslaved. So how how do we forgive how do we forgive those people that continue dead. to enslave us? And benefit
0: from our enslavement today. So here's my thing. Cause that's my thing. I'm sorry. Real quick, that's what he said earlier about the whole slavery thing okay. and acknowledging—I think that's why they have a tr- trouble acknowledging. Cause like, if I acknowledge it, I also have to acknowledge that my position today mm-hmm. would not be as great had it not been for the fact that we kept your people locked the right. fuck us. Sorry.
3: And it wasn't that long ago. That's what kills me. People are sure all all of alive. our family members probably were sharecroppers. We didn't my know my great grandmother literally. Yeah, know. my grandmother. Like, we know people who sharecroppers and could not leave their plantation. These are our grandparents and our uncles and our aunts.
0: So, pow- po was a nigga hater. No,
3: no, here's the thing about it. Meemaw! So, first off,
1: I would like to say Germany does so much to acknowledge the Holocaust, right? And to acknowledge the fact that they were Nazi. Yes, like, Yes, we were. And we were against it. And actually, fuck everybody who does. And so much so, we bet. Excuse me. You cannot bring a Nazi symbol in Germany. You will get arrested. Right. We are here. still trying to argue
4: you have a about
1: statues. Like if you have a Nazi symbol or any Nazi symbols. Meanwhile, you will get arrested. Find the Confederate
3: flag around here.
1: Let's like fly. you lost.
3: <laughs> you lost twice, actually. Look, like it's heritage, not hate. It's a heritage of hate. Yeah. Okay. So this is Let's my thing, and I, I,
1: this is my true belief. Black people would vote for conservatives if they weren't so embarrassed to say so. Because there's a thing, they agree with the same thing. If you ask a black person, like, and we've done research on this, if you, if you ask a black person, like, how they feel on certain issues, they will say they probably will lean conservative. And by no means, and I mean it's such respect disrespect. The only reason I truly believe the Republican Party has not invested in the black community is because they can get more money out of evangelicals and Pentecostal white people than they can out of black people. And they No. <laughs> I think
0: it's the opposite. I think the I don't think I don't think the oh, little- I don't think they care about the people at all. I think they realize that black people produce more money when they're being imprisoned than if we were prospering. Because if we were prospering, we would be keeping money for our communities and doing better for ourselves. If you, we were fucked so? up, bro. Yeah, I beg yes. to disagree. I beg no, to disagree. No, if yeah. black people were not under the whole like Eurocentric ideas that we are today, I do honestly believe no, that but, black but people but you would you be helping th- themselves. But here's the the thing. same way that we say black people showed up for other people in civil rights, I feel like we our humanity would tap you, back show. into ourselves. So heads. here's the thing. we find our soul again. Pause, we pause. We lost our soul in
2: America. Pause, pause, pause.
1: Here's my thing.
0: Everybody was talking about
1: civil rights. Like, everybody, in mama
0: and their daddy was
1: there for the civil rights. Like, they was all there for it. The no. civil rights was not a popular thing. Yeah.
3: Like, Martin sure. King
0: wasn't that popular. Yeah. But
3: for a reason, because it... That, it was terrifying. It was. I
0: was about to say, the but optics might not show that we supported it, but everybody was in their house watching those fucking TV screens, supporting and praying. I think there's everybody a lot more Uncle Ruckus in our lives that we actually realize. not nah, but this would I would. i uh, I know. I'm. Uh, tell you this. Here's my thing. So you are telling me niggas was somewhere talking about I hate Martin Luther King. I yes. don't support that nigga. Yes. I ain't mean, there. Absolute people. I mean, of course, Malcolm X because Malcolm X is easy to hate. Right. But I'm talking but, about no, there were I, niggas no, that were like I don't yes. support this shit at all. Yes absolutely for the sake of what for the sake of still loving the community want the community to stay a pearl or for the sake of saying like no i think black people are stupid and I we should like, stay where we are
3: i feel like it's probably more for booker t washington oh uh, yeah if it was like, for like that, not to stir different. things up yeah it's,
1: it's like you're both correct like it's all for all valid points like it was the fact that like people were like you're it too much shit black people getting scared let's just keep it where it is you have to remember like Although like these ideas of ours are like very progressive and we're ready to like all of us are probably ready to go like march in the street tomorrow, like let's really think about it. Like the cost of a revolution is not just walking down a street with picket signs. Right, it's the right. cost of our lives. Right. And so we had this discussion in my class and we looked at like this class full of twenty five people, majority black, and we asked I asked every black person I was like if today I said let's go outside and let's roll some heads and who wants to start a revolution and who really wants to pick up this fight. All them niggas, most of the niggas in the class were like, "No, I would not do it." Okay, hold on, on, let me finish. Let me finish. But y'all do me like that. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Because here's the thing. To be, to go out, period, and say, "Hey, actually, I disagree with this openly," and in every situation, say, "Actually, I would rather fight for this cause and die." Violence is the only way to fight. But continue. But hold on, hold on here. I'm I'm not just saying like fight, like shoot people. But I'm I'm like. I'm saying, like, let's say, like, for example, we have our protest, right? People are getting arrested. Are you going to run? A, run away, or B, just let yourself get arrested? Now, I want you to think about not just yourselves, because we all had different careers. Right? Okay. Like, arrested can, like, work out for us. Like, we still will get a job. But, like, when it comes to, like, your regular person who wants to be uh, med- who wants to be a doctor or as a first generation in their family. I'm literally looking at people in my eyes who I'm close to and friends with in this class, and they're like, Jamal, I'm gonna be honest with you, I couldn't do it. I couldn't be a part of the revolution. I couldn't be out there standing in front and like having some radical idea, which I know is valid, and doing so. Or it's the other part where they say, like, actually, like we settled for what it is today. It's like, we're no longer slaves. That's what actually happened in the Civil Rights Movement. People are like, we're no longer slaves. We have it better. Stop complaining. Or like today, where it's like, we're not living in Civil Rights Movement times. We have it better off today. Stop complaining.
2: Okay. I'm right to stop. I'm
4: not done yet. You've been letting you on your soapbox for a minute. You gotta be able to stop.
1: Yeah, but so wrap it up. Go ahead, wrap it up. All I have to say is, in reality of a lot of things, black people aren't as are not monoliths. Like we do not all think the same. No, absolutely. But also at the same time, you have to think who is actually willing to say
0: whether peacefully or not peacefully. Fight for what they believe in. And I think still, to the point, I do not agree with what you say. I'm going to say this right now. Just because I am not you, and this is, because I know you're speaking from your perspective, and I'm going to speak from mine now. Just because I'm not sitting in the offices on the floor during the actual sit-in does not mean I don't support the revolution. I, God forgive me, and if, it, if I'm wrong for being this type of black person, then strike me down the day it's supposed to happen. But I am not the revolutionary that's... Go- you're right. I'm not showing up to that. I'm not going to do that. So we'll but about I support are the you? revolution be, in other re- way. You're like, you're how? How? My revolution how can support. The fact that I exist and the fact that I'm still fighting on the front to be the first of my family, fighting the front to be a face for the kids one day, that's still my revolutionary yeah. work. I don't have to be getting arrested to still be doing things that is revolutionary. Correct. Like, that's the, the work still... All of our work is still important. Now, granted... Are there some people who could do more work? I will agree. Sure. But does that make someone an uncle ruckus? Just because I'm not on the front line standing next to you, ready to get arrested? I wish the fuck you <laughs> would call me an uncle ruckus, like <laughs> I'm not still able to send some money and help the fucking cause. And That's it goes true. back to that
4: money part, because like yeah. at the end of the day, if we if we were able to support each other as much as we could, we would Dude, go to you Walmart. Think so. Bitch, yes, if I could go to Walmart versus go to this black owned store and I I I'm go to store. I'm gonna go to Black owned store and you're telling me I can buy the exact same things I can buy here for the exact same price. Yes, because the end of the day, I feel safe here.
3: Well, and here's the thing. Black people in this country have not had the chance
4: exactly. to be able
3: to invest in our own communities. One in three black men will face incarceration at some point in their lives. That It's an extremely cyclical cycle. So we've not had the opportunity to truly invest in our community in the way that we would like. I have a question. You have
0: an answer. Okay, but hold on. But you ask another question because I just because you kind you kind of touch the spot in me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is Uncle Ruckus. And I, but I think <laughs> I think no because I think that's the problem. I think that's why people don't feel feel safe to support shit because it's like I feel like my value as a revolutionary isn't being isn't being appreciated. Appreciate like, bro, like the thing that I, like that. <laughs> why you doing? Way, that way. Like, the fact that we, that we said,
4: had first
2: no, I, think,
3: I like, think existing. As a black person, it's basically
0: in
4: your, truth. And your career
3: and being a person that people in your family can look up to exactly. is part of, the it's part of the revolution. And that's exactly what white people don't want us to be doing. Okay, two, two things. Time, I hope I don't forget the next last one. Okay,
1: first thing is that a personal revolution? Or no, not a community that's a community, no, it's a community
2: revolution. revolution. Oh, oh, my hold on, oh, oh, hold on. Who's gonna take the tickets at this
0: point? Just because I'm reaping the benefit yes. of the fact that this is my life that I'm creating for myself does not mean that this is not creating ways for my community. It, it matters. Because because I'm because still here because my face on a picture somewhere for a little black kid to see one day that'll help inspire them to do something one day. No, 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 no. He could go
3: die. He could go die by getting arrested. A or B. He can. Oh no, you're good. He can die by getting arrested, A, or B, he can invest money into his community, he can give money to the correct people to put in office, he can, what do you want to become, Makai? Everything. Shit. He can become everything, he can be an example for younger black kids to look up to, and who knows how many people his light will touch, Who, how many black people. And that's, and that's a that, revolution. And black exactly. people having joy. And being exceptional it's is a revolution, and that is the opposite of what white supremacists want. We were me and McCullers me and we watching, watching
4: like P. P. Today, hold, on, on. Hold, on. hold on, hold on, We were watching P. Valley today. Okay, I
3: question,
4: hold on. We were watching P. value today, and we're like, it's crazy yes. that we're able to see this type of representation in 2022. Because you're gonna tell me, in 20 2012, I was gonna be able to see Uncle Clifford in a wig. Nails done, it matters, it just, it it matters. matters. everything, everything
0: we do matters. because that's what we do existing doing. and my thriving. Life, I literally see nails, and this is too, to Keyshawn's points because I see nails, and I've always thought like the art of nails is so beautiful, and I've always appreciated that from like the black community and black women. I always felt insecure about nails, and you've seen me have I'd have three nails done and two not done, like, and they'll still be like done, but they'd be cut low because I'm scared exactly. to wear a full mm-hmm. set. I saw Uncle Clifford you're on you're
1: a fucking full set like you are a bad bitch you are. But
0: even in that, I still didn't feel comfortable for that. But exactly. seeing Uncle Clifford on that television, that was a revolution because that was something I'd never seen before. And that gave me, I was like, wait. Hey, it's inspiration. I can wear full but set it's just, it's
3: just what you said earlier is the one thing I disagree with about his personal success only being for himself. It, it is, is for the it's, community. It's a Every, a community. Community. every time I'm we, we thrive, oh, that is I got for the community. I got a follow-up question for that. Let's think about the
1: city of Atlanta. What's up? A bunch of black successful people, right? Right, right. And so we can think of like a thousand successful black athletes, right? Right. And so my question is okay. this. Can
3: But continue. No, but yes. like,
1: okay. I'm gonna just give some examples mm-hmm. and y'all can just go ahead with me. Kanye. Okay. Kanye, who he is. Mm-hmm. And he said a good point. He was like, Barack Obama got in office and yet mm-hmm. the South Side's still struggling, right? Right. right. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna continue. Atlanta. We know a lot of successful black people, right? Still black people in poverty. Nothing has changed. Think about, like, Oak Cliff. And think of how many fans people have got out and, like, made money, right? Oak Cliff is still the same. Still struggling with the same thing. It is. I can think about Third Ward. I can think about Fifth Ward. I can think about all these places where it's predominantly black. And they're still (laughs) in the same place. Absolutely. And so my question is, is, like, although I get it. I get it, and I do hope, and I know you will, like, be an inspiration for somebody someday. But, like, it goes back to my point of black people aren't a monolith. Like, we believe that, like, every time one of us wins, we all win. But in reality, just because somebody picked themselves up by their bootstraps and made it out doesn't mean they give back to us. And, like, I really wish we would be more critical of who we say, like, as a community, like, just because one of us wins doesn't mean all of us win.
0: I have some bad news for you, Jamila. What? The white man got to you. What? And I'm gonna say that because I say that because Hold on, I have a whole book that can, I can cite on this Sorry. situation. And I'll and I say that to the motherfucker that wrote that book too. And be <laughs> just as proud to say it. Because it's true, like, it's like, you're not acknowledging the fact that, like, yes, if one of us win, we all win. Because you're right, there are a lot of. Yes, Obama was in the White House and the South is still struggling. Yes, there are successful people. I'm sorry, because I know you said you was going to No, gonna no, 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 you're good. I know you said that um, name, there are people in Oak Cliff that did off well for themselves and still Oak Cliff is where it is. There are people in Atlanta the same way. One, you can't save everybody. I'm going to start there. So what's so- the... If- Stop. Okay. You can't <laughs> save everybody. So even if I was to do whatever it is you say to help them, because you have to realize, we talked about this even the other day when we wasn't even on podcast. What people think would help save their situation today may not be actually what saves their situation. Mm-hmm. So just because I might be rich and come in with buku bags of money and give this to my community, that might not be what actually saves my community. Though it might give them relief for today, that won't actually change the situation. And that might not be something I as an individual can provide. Maybe right. we need to be better community-collected to make the correct change to push forward. Like? But no my individual success is still success for the whole community because what you cannot say is that seeing my cousin who has done started a business line for himself he has inspired people in my family who have been like wait i can actually do some shit maybe i'm not starting a business but i saw my cousin who literally is a felon start a business line and is actually making buku bank selling shit now i feel like maybe i can actually go to school maybe actually I can go start some. Man, my cousin is doing nails and lashes now because she saw her cousin doing fucking t-shirt sales that's seeing somebody doing something for themselves but white people have that shit no no no, no. Okay. even if it wasn't her cousin I still see a black person be successful I feel like I can do it white people have fortune 500 companies Correct. white people have the fucking presidency of the United States
2: we had a Barack Obama
0: wow what do you mean out of 44 out of 44 we get one Wow, we're supposed to just be like black people you know. uh, are Also,
3: not a descendant of slaves, which is different. In oh, my book. Talk about it. Neither was
0: so, Kamala's on descendant. Of so slaves. here's my thing, right? But either way, but you cannot say that our presence and our presence of being successful isn't giving the community hope, I giving on. the community joy. I have a We deserve that shit, Jamila. I never said we did it. But you I can't say we deserve it. deserve but it's not yeah. helping a ship of shit
3: though. It's not. I have a question for you. No, there. but it is. You really? Not you re- okay. You okay, yeah. really don't. Ah. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. You really don't think that you having an education does anything for the black community. Thank you. You having an education Thank you. You, you, you Jamila Thank you. Reed. The things that have, you, you being have done. able to vote. <laughs> you being able to spread your knowledge on this podcast. You being a book <laughs> author. You being a book Tuba's author. Selling. You inspiring your family. That doesn't mean anything. Because let me tell you, it means something to the three people that are sitting right here, and we're in the black community. <clears> it means something to all of your family members who you don't know who you could inspire. And it's not going to change the world, maybe. It's not going to save everybody. But that's the point. Who's but the co founder of Bird? And it takes a lot of
2: people. They It takes a lot of
3: people. And here's the other thing. I think in this conversation, we're forgetting that we still live in a white supremacist nation. Even if every rich and successful black celebrity gave back, that's not going to completely change the situation of black people in our country, especially when so many people, I feel like people forget how many of us are incarcerated and unable to give to our communities. Not only unable to give, but therefore we have broken families. And that hurt doesn't allow us to live up to our full potential. Did I say something? No. Well, wait. One more thing. I have one more thing. I also want to, to say. <laughs> I want to say that Correct. in a lot of veins, both of you are right, and I think that both things can be true. Like I think that you, as an individual, can so be much. extremely mm-hmm. successful and rich, and that means a lot for your community. And at the same time, you can also advocate for people in different ways, whether that be on the streets and getting arrested, or giving your money, or giving your time like, all of these things can and are true yeah okay. And
0: but before you go there, because I want to say this too and I think, also the reason why I said the white man got to you is because it's you believing to that same sentiment that like a single successful black person should carry the burden of the entire community. No,
1: I didn't say that. Yes, you are.
0: Because you what you just said, when well, you said Barack Obama was president and the South still struggling, how is I'm, the single black president I'm, of the entire community that's, that's that's not
3: Barack's fault.
1: Say I am right. saying that it's that Wait, nigga's fault. No, it's not No, it's me. not I'm it. his fault. That niggas niggas presidents
3: after don't have that much power. That's exactly. not how the executive branch. How? Works. Exactly.
0: After the after that's years,
3: not how the executive branch generation
0: generation works. Yeah.
2: An it's not like the constitution. It's
4: not an insurrection. I think that nigga has something to do. So we're not, she's telling me, one person can fight how many people is in, in the house how many <laughs> people are in the cabin how many people out of all I'm, of it makes up I'm that I'm not even right. gonna go there wow. person,
0: even with that statement she can still say he's supposed to be the head, and the head in charge so why can't he no 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 it? I what, didn't say what, that I, I'm check my out I, I didn't say that say, I okay you didn't that. say that so maybe I'm putting mercy on that but what I will say is what I've heard because you said Barack Obama was in prison and see, in the South was still where it was
3: Atlanta uh, is I said had, South
1: Side of Chicago the, he was also the representative for that area Was he not? No, no, no. Regardless, regardless, regardless.
3: It's about the system, not about one individual. That's
1: what I was about to say. And that's what I was about to say. That's what I was about to say.
0: (laughs) The white man got to you. Because even with all the successful Atlanta (laughs) black people in Atlanta, all the successful people that came out of Oak Cliff and everything, why is it that they've gotten this amount of success? And it's like now we're supposed to go and change years and years and generations of trauma and history. I cannot come in with this one fucking sum of money and think this is going to change generations of trauma, hurt, and fucking damage that is done to this community. You cannot expect one president out of fucking 40 fucking plus to change a fucking, a full fucking system that has been done wrong. stop, Chicago, bitch. That's literally, like <laughs> one of the first fucking like major cities in the U.S. Like this shit has trauma on racist institution on discrimination policy you bill after that bill in eight after years bill
3: when you're doing a million other things.
0: And he's a fucking president of an entire country. And he only had what four eight years to do it. And you want him to specifically like no, that's fucking ridiculous. Like no, like. You, you, even, even then, I'm gonna say you sound like Kanye, but I still love you as a black person because we still need voices like that to be heard. Because I still fuck with Kanye, even though he said all that crazy shit. Wow, weird. there are still that's fucking crazy. I still fuck with you because even then, just like there are some weird black girls, there are some weird black boys, there are some crazy black people. Like
3: this key shop face right now.
1: Like they are, <laughs> I mean, you
0: have to support them.
3: <laughs> okay, like, hold I on. Agree, wait, 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 wait one quick quickly. Time. What you said about Obama, though, that's the reason why I personally can't get into politics. Because there's not enough change. People expect a lot from you. And I think there's a way to change this world outside of the context of politics. Can I just say...
0: Yeah, because we said this is going for an hour and 30. We're a little over, so we're going to be... I mean, we
1: have to cut a part out. So, first off, I want to clarify. The book I'm talking about citing from that, like, we're not doing that much. Like, we're not really changing anything is... Black Power: The Politics of Liberation is one is part of my Black Power class for A One of my last classes at OU, is by Stokely Carmichael, also mm-hmm. known as Kwame Ture, and Charles V. Hamilton. That's the book I'm citing from. That sa- I'm saying or I'm getting these points from. They're saying like we haven't actually changed that much. I'm, I have three points. Let me get to them three damn points and let it be. Barack Obama is my first point. We're gonna touch on him right quick, and then I'm gonna talk about how. My original point was. It make t- it quick
0: before I start fuming. Okay. Because you've been saying a lot of touchy shit today, Jamila. <laughs> you, like, you like to really get up <laughs> well, and
1: rebuttal. Okay, okay. okay. I just want to say I'm going to just have to make one rebuttal on Obama. Correct. I'm going to make a rebuttal on like, what it means to be a rich black person and what it means to get back to your community. And I'm going to talk on the Kanye point. Because I'm not letting that shit go. All right. My first point, point on Barack Obama. We can say all we want about how. Powerless Barack Obama was right, but all I'ma say is Donald Trump caused an insurrection at the United States Capitol. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. It was unconstitutional, right? But my thing is this, and maybe this is just me having my little Django moment in my mind, but when you have power, and that's why I kind of matter, Kamala Harris. When you have power and you still choose to cause warfare in the continent of Africa, and still, prior marginalized people, having children in cages, having people in cages at the border didn't start with Donald Trump. It actually started with Obama. So that's why I'm saying Obama really didn't do that much. I love him. Thank you for being the first black president. Your daughters are cute. But you still have done wrong in my eyes. Because at the end of the day, before you were president, you were working in the south side of Chicago. Not only were you working in the south side of Chicago, you were a senator for the state of Illinois. And yet, how has the south side of Chicago changed since you've been in office and went to the presidency? That's my first thing. Second thing. All right, we don't want to argue that an individual can't change anything, all right? And you say no money bags can change whatever happens, right? I want to talk about the impact of one community center on a 10-mile radius. One community center. And here's my, here's my thing, here's my thing, here's my thing. Even a five-mile radius, Right? Imagine if, let's say, somebody, just think of somebody from your area, says, actually, I'm going to come to town, and I will sponsor two therapists, two therapists in your area to have free mental health counseling. That's just one person sponsoring, raising money for a five-mile radius area. If you live in this area, in this zip code, you have free counseling accessible by me, my nonprofit. You can't tell me the power of one person being rich, donating maybe like $5 or their $500 million a year to say, hey, and they're probably going to get that shit back on their taxes, is going to not impact what the life is in that community by just offering, hey... Here's mental health counseling, or like, hey, maybe here's some free groceries, or hey, I'll start up the community garden here so you're living in a not living in a food desert anymore. You can't tell me that one person can't change. Now I get it. Some people are like, hey, we shouldn't expect black athletes, black successful people, to give us some money. But at the same time, you can't tell me is that when you rise to the top and you don't donate in the right areas, don't tell me just throwing some money back somewhere won't help. I feel for some- all I'm saying is, we love to say that as a, we need black people to be successful. Mm, I have an asterisk on the point. We need black people to be successful and care and donate to the right places. Because at the end of the day, and I'm going to get to this Kanye point.
0: Is that what giving back, is you on your third point
1: now? I'm about to give my third point. I'm trying Let to me get just, you there, because
0: you got me shaking right now. I'll, I'll, <laughs> this, is, this is my thing. Come
2: it's, on.
1: I don't care how you got your money. Shit, I've seen more thugs get back to that community than I've seen actual rich black people give to that community.
2: Ooh,
4: god! But, but can we talk about here, that? Hold
1: here, here, on. Right, here's this. my thing. I'm about to rip this <laughs> 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 but 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 think about this. Hold <laughs> as a black community, I like to call we like to call this bootstrap mentality. That you because you came from the bottom, by yourself, self made, whatever you may want to call it, still bootstrap mentality is that we have this conservative ideal just because we got here by ourselves, we, we don't have to worry about anybody else. And so, hold on. Don't tell me that niggas don't do that shit. Don't tell me, because it's the same thing. This on part three still? People
3: are doing it, but like, that's not what we were saying. I lied, yeah,
1: but nice. but no, 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 no. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Okay. Just hey, one.
3: thing.
0: This is. What
1: I'm trying to understand. I- I'm just trying to say. <laughs> okay,
0: I thought we were talking about Kanye. Okay. I thought we were getting into that. I thought we were transitioning. I'm about to transition. <laughs> Let's get there. This, yeah. is,
1: this is my transition. Just because they're black and successful, do not expect them to come back home and help. Not only that, we cannot count on black successful people to be the saviors of our community. Our communities Nobody have to is. save ourselves. Nobody so. Is. And, and this is my thing, because y'all were saying, like, you know, this one black-sexual person it was the example, so now we can do Why all this shit. saying it matters.
4: It does. I'm just
3: saying, hold on. Because
4: one becomes three and no, three becomes five. We're not, we're not five.
3: saying it's everything. You're, you're expecting that it's they're going the <laughs> to get back. it's just matters. Let me get to third point. Let me get to third point. This Kanye like, point, all you got like, on oh, me. The Kanye yeah. Oh, the yeah. point in the third point. Okay. Kanye yeah. point. Come on,
0: Kanye, give it up.
1: Now, I will agree. Kanye is probably one of the only celebrities I've actually seen actively get back to his community. Although, he
0: is very
3: problematic. <laughs> <laughs> one of the only... Jamila Reed just said Kanye is the what only celebrity. Oh,
2: celebrity is falling, bro. Bro, that's what I said. <laughs> you know, wow. She's,
3: <laughs> She's just on her shit. Let there are so many celebrities that for to get back to their community. Because this is the
0: episode she listened to and she I'm like, damn. <laughs> we really about to release this? Yep. So, everything she's saying, that's so why I'm crying. I'm, le- I'm releasing all this shit. Everybody <laughs> heard shit you saying, Jamila. Go ahead. I'm saying Go ahead and what you so said. Kanye was the only celebrity. Say that again. I said
1: one of the only. One of the only. One okay. of the
0: only. Okay. So, of the few, he's one of the
1: only. One of the few celebrities <laughs> right. I see actively giving back to their communities. Right. Okay, hold on. Let me wipe my tears. Because <laughs> no, no, no. here's the thing again, I'm going to cite this book. It's an amazing book I had to read for a class. Right. Black Politics, the po- the Black Power, The Politics it's of Liberation Stokely. by Stokely Carmichael, Kwame Tour, formerly Stokely Carmichael, and Charles V. Hamilton. It's a great book. I think you all should sure fucking read it. I'll yeah, give you the book because I have it in my room right now. I might need it. I, I might have to go back and inside it right now. The facts of the matter is with Kanye, good Jesus. To me personally, although Kanye, yes, and his mental illness have said and done a lot of things. And even Mary Kim K, Jesus Christ. We, we already went on that tangent once. Although, yes, Kanye is a madman. Yes, we can all agree Kanye is very mentally ill. I will also say Kanye beyond, and I'm, I'm, like, I'm not excusing him supporting Trump or running for president. I don't know what was going on. I think he was just having a bad day that day. He, he thought that was a good idea. Kanye has made some good points about leadership in the black community. And I think they often get overlooked because it's a mental illness. But Kanye has made some really good points. So, yeah, like Kanye is very good at calling out bullshit when it comes to this outside of Chicago.
0: Okay, so we have a we have a ink for Chicago, I'm realizing. Right.
1: Cuz I'm moving we can in. always always
4: call, we can call bullshit out, but what are we doing to like actually change the bullshit? We
1: also has like a
0: very well like Keep going what you saying about A comedy. private
1: fund like for uh helping uh his mother's in his mother's name, I believe. Okay. So Right. I w- and then he's also like help people. So I I'm, I'm going to say Okay. Uh, Cute. But do not compare he's me to fucking people.
3: He's one of the only people do you the mean he's that's ever people. helped anybody.
0: What do you mean he's helped people?
3: Wait, can we go back to point number one? I wanna <laughs> no, real quick. Out. I want
0: to finish that because you can't just leave that open just say he helped people. Because I'm like, a lot of black celebrities have helped people. Right. Bitch. What? What has he done to help people? That's why I'm trying to get specific. I'm not saying he hasn't. I just want to know what you mean specifically. Did that he helped. Me,
2: like
1: donate to like somebody's college fund?
0: Okay, so like that's what like helping the black people, community is? Right, that's what we're back. qualifying as giving back now? I'm just say you compare it to Kanye. All online. of what Kanye has done, paying somebody's college tuition, that's him I think hoping. Kanye has
1: offered great public opinion and substance
0: to the conversation. That's as much as them Yeezy shoes are. Correct. Uh, right. Again, okay. I did not say Kanye was unforgivable. So, Jamila, I want you to repeat something you said earlier. Hold on, I'm going to my
1: book so can site. information. No, no, no. we
0: no. <laughs> the book to like this one. You can go get that after this. What did you say about theory and reality earlier? What did you say? Things work in theory. Say it again. Th- things
1: can work perfectly in theory, but don't really work out the same in reality.
0: Hmm. I want to apply that same <laughs> method no of nonsense. thinking to this entire conversation <laughs> about black people being successful and supposed to give their money. Let back. me go get my fucking Because, Pause, before you go get that, that example you gave about getting therapists for a community, I completely agree. That would do wonders for a community. But I think to our points earlier, we are not fighting. Individual things. We're fighting systems. Mm. Obama was fighting right. a system. Mm. Wasn't Introducing therapists won't do shit. Actually, oh. you bring that shit to Oak Cliff, niggas are gonna say, "What the fuck is a therapist gonna do? I got bills to pay. Get that bitch out my house, Precious. You bring this bitch in <laughs> my house. Get this bitch out. Like for real. Like nah. Well, they what they want is not what they need. So us being successful, bringing money, bringing therapists, that might be what we think they need and it might be what they need but that's not what they want so that's not what they're going to be receptive to we, but in order to get them to I'm bridge that gap right between them. their needs meeting their wants we need to work on the systems that got them at this very odd kind of like Correct. this dissonance because right now we're not actually focused on what we need we just want to fill our wants Correct. so if I bring money to my community no they're not going to do that shit to help themselves that's why back, successful people don't do that because I know if I got successful and brought my money back to my community and gave it to my cousins what they going to do they're going to finish right. on fashion of and sheen you <laughs> go get some wigs <laughs> and lashes. I like that saying. But that's not their fault. The black edu- power. I'm just saying. Stop. You off the mic right now. Right. Can that's you get on fault. the south off right now? That's the system's fault. So me right. being a black successful person and showing that I'm above that and I've done more and I've, I've pushed myself past that grade, that's doing work. I'm not going to say it's doing more work than the therapist being present, but that's
3: doing equal well, work. Well, and I just want to note that these two things aren't mutually exclusive. Correct. We can have the politicians and the therapists and also the successful black people. I'm, I think we're just saying that the revolution looks different for every individual and that's okay. we're a, a system. We're fighting a not system. system. We're well, not I, which is why movements. I think what you said about Obama is unfair. Because while I agree, he could have done more for the black community while he was in office. He was also dealing with the pressure of, I don't know, being the first black person to be in the presidency. Mind you, he was half black too. So that, that had what some are you different- are saying so like he was half black? No, he was half black. His mom was white. Which I'm saying, like, he didn't even experience, like, what- we, I don't even know what it would be like if we had a full black president. Just, like, brown skin. Who knows? Okay. Anyway, that's a different conversation. But he had a lot on his plate, A. B, you cannot say that one man was supposed to save the whole south side of Chicago when every Democrat who runs there- promises that they're going to do that and they're not able to you can't put that on a single person especially the president of the united states it's okay. exactly and as it's the point and if, that, if you want on. to if you want to but there are too many issues every single state every single city has issues like the south side of chicago so i mean if you want somebody to and be you
1: said you just said it. every single state has that that's issue.
0: what i'm
3: saying but so as, why couldn't you work with your colleagues to get that shit done because our, because there wait, 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 because there are a million issues and that's impossible unless we want another black man to be Superman which Obama is not Superman he's nobody is no that's, that's that's not awesome, right? there are two yeah. you do there are too many there's Definitely so many issues I it's I impossible if I'm a black like man he would do his fucking job well, okay and also. Jamila, you have a degree in this. I'm confused. Like, let's just talk about how. <laughs> let's just talk about how <laughs> slavery. Oh, yeah, let's just talk, about how, me let's me talk about how. <laughs> let's talk about how slavery and just the oppression of Black people and lynching over 300 years of history. You want one man to fix all of that trauma in eight years?
4: The fact that lynching actually just got um, like persecuted.
3: ancestors ain't even 40 shit. Bro, he, he doesn't have he, he doesn't have ancestors that are of slave, descendants of slaves which is like that's fine that's dandy cool but your ancestors is not they don't have the same suffer
0: and that's that but even in that with the whole thing about the people in cages and all that yes I know that was something that we all I, I think that Republicans
3: and, Democrats and that's them. yes
0: but even in that I will still say we were fighting systems and not individual communities and people because yes those people were in cages but in my head even though I think that was so humane thank god we still kept them because we don't know what the fuck white people were considering they could have been like, get them niggas on the line and let's do this shit how we used to. And Obama would be like, wait. Let's do censors. Let's, let's just kind of hold them. Let's not, let's not kill them off. Like, you don't know what he was actually battling. You just I saw what happened. Like, you don't know as a president humanity. what he actually was shooting down and his humanity was probably trying to uphold. So yeah, we saw a lot of ugly shit, but imagine if them centers was like that and Trump got to say how them shit started off. He probably would be like, oh. But he had the first 15 for they walked through the door
3: and then fill that bitch up. Then what we would have been doing? Oh, and like I said, Obama could have done more for the black community. Admittedly, he could have done a lot more. But to put that much weight on one man's shoulders to fix that many years of systemic history in this country is unfair.
0: Jamila, okay. you're a revolutionary. You should realize it's the man.
3: And the man isn't one single I man. i said it wasn't the yeah. fucking man. I'm just saying as a community. No, but, I'm saying the
0: man. Like, the system, the man. Like, we're not just fighting one single issue. It's like a I whole understand collection. That, but I think... Even if say a community center, you ever, we could, even if all four of us got buku rich. You act like we could just decide today to build a community <laughs> center in the middle of a fucking black hood. Yes like, we could. No we could not. We you buy out something and do Bro. it. and, and you act like there like are not legal regulations and you have to go through certain things to do type of like I stuff like be. that. You can't just bust out with community centers like that. You have to get like actual voting districts to agree for shit like that because that's a different type of taxing thing. That's money. You can't just bust out and think money. You said buku money. But just because we got the buku money Buku money of four people can't attack Buku money of 300 years of oppression and discrimination You gotta realize these people got years ye- Generations of money They have full institutions Supporting them And we're starting off with just these like, Few black successful people We're very new to the game Jamila And you're expecting them to do work that does, undoes Generations of trauma we're fresh, bitch. Give niggas some time. That shit is I'm in, theory. This in theory. I time. Theory. We ain't been in the time all We have practiced this shit before. Bro, I'm so, oh, how many right, black this, successful people do we have that are actually able to do that work that you're talking about? The Black Panther Party. I hear hear me out, hear me out, hear out, hear me out. <laughs> Bro, Jamila, the this, way the room looked look at each other. When I say this, the way whole, the room paused and looked at each other. Jamila we hear me out. Let's do our part. Let's, out let's me out out. Goodbye. So we've it. been hearing you out for I'm like done. 40 minutes. In there. All i have to say is, yep, is Before
1: everybody get in my fucking head, because I know y'all coming. Is. I would just like to say, please read the book, Black Power: The poli- The I can't Politics wait. I can't
3: wait. of Liberation.
1: I'm going to give you the book, and then I want you to, I, once you see it, I just need you to, like, put, like, a tweet it, Instagram when you got the chance, and be like, Jamila was on to something. All I have to say is,
2: <laughs> the
0: wrong <thing>. okay, exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. I'll, just hear me out, hear me out. I think we have had examples of what community organizing can look like when we provide for our community. Now, I have said therapy. Yes, I will admit I have said therapy. But we have to understand if we, I agree to your point, if you meet the people where we are and we like, for example, the Black Panther Party used to do this like Saturday breakfast and they would teach kids and they would offer their parents, hey. How much of a difference does that
3: make?
2: Yeah, yeah. I made a lot of yo, fucking yo, difference. No, yo, but
3: you have to
0: stop comparing all shit to today. You act like this is not a completely different time in a completely different, different context. Is it? This is is, it? Yes. yes. This is not showing up to no Sunday to talk to you with their kids. Cool. People just worry about pedophiles today. My mom and daddy did ass. We were talking about this shit the other day. And we were saying how like, neighborhoods are not the same. You do not see kids playing on the street with each other. It can be a whole block of children together and you never know. Cause nobody's out on the block together. It is not the same type of communal way that it has been, so stop trying to make it seem like that old oh, ways of community, community can apply to today. Not, not, community is not, community not like, community. like that anymore. Bitch, we're segmented. It is me versus everybody else. This house versus everybody else out four walls. i community
2: organizing can go a long I think way. we need to focus on better they community need.
0: organization. And not think that the Very community good. organizers are at fault, because Very the community good. organizers are there. There are people who are wanting to do the work, but the community is not organized to a point to be right. able to receive the benefits of what community organizers are trying to do. Don't blame community organizers for not not seeing the progress, because the people have to show up for the progress to be done, and the people aren't there because they haven't had that. They haven't had that receiving.
1: I'm just saying, if you meet people where they are, if you like start providing like lunches in schools, people are gonna start wondering what the I fuck are you.
3: I, and I'm not saying that that's a bad idea, but that cannot be the only, only
0: idea. idea. No, 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 that's where think. you start. That's what worked in the past. That's where you but, start. But, right. like, food security is still an issue.
2: Am that's I not true. wrong? But
0: food so, security, If am I going to solve my food security by coming around a bunch of people in the community that I no, don't no, know? No, 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 I said bring it to them. Hold on, oh. just listen to me. If you, like, let's say, like,
1: you know, I'm thinking about, like, uh, Hiram Clark or, like, the area, like, Third Ward. If I said, hey. Here's like a little message on the door. We're providing free groceries for you. We'll, we'll meet you at your door. We'll come bring it to you like our fucking Instacart for free, no cost. Just provide that, like, you are low income. And we come to your door and say, like, hey, ma'am, here's your groceries for the day. Just say, hey, and like, let us know if you need anything. That's the kind of community organizer I want to have. Okay, but, but
3: who's crazy? But there for is, commu- but, but there is wait, like, wait, community groups. organizing like that does exist. But, and has existed since the Black Panther Party. Now okay. you're giving our people enough credit, you know, that exists, just don't do that shit That no more. exists, but does that change the hood forever? It don't. No, because it's a systemic problem. So, like, yes, that's part of the issue. Yes, food insecurity, but there is community organizing. There always will be community organizing because I think that's the nature of black people. But it's not the end all, we all. Lunches. is.
0: It's not. And you think, think these these small fixes would they help? I think they will. I think they will do some impact, and I think some people would receive it. But I think for but a matter of what we're somewhere. trying to find, what we're trying to do okay. is we're trying to restore the soul of our community, and that is not that's not going to be the way that, that happens. Because we
1: have to restore the soul. I think our soul of our community is there. I don't. I think it's different than what. I think
0: it's very different. Experience. I think it's very different than what we've experienced. It's not the same community, Jamila.
3: It's not the civil rights movement.
0: Bitch, are, 106 and
3: Park yeah, don't exist a, no more. Even Girl. like our generation, are right. not connected. <laughs> like literally, or, literally, I, mean, from, I don't so. think so. It
4: coming from someone who's actually working in higher education and can see that, like when it comes to like student involvement and everything, I have to think about that. We've been in a, a pandemic for two years. Like people's like developments have changed. And like what people are wanting is like different. I don't care how I can let you know at 5 o'clock, two days from now, there's going to be free food here. You're going to get some people to come, but at the end of the day, I don't want to leave my house. It's high. People are getting shot. I can get sick. You never know. So, yes. like, it's realistically it's a
0: different community.
3: community. Also, I, I was president of the Black Suit Union at Oklahoma Christian. Period. And we pulled, like, we were going through, like, pins and needles to get people involved. And there were a good amount of people involved, but only when there was pizza at the meeting. Not just for exactly. like, the sake of the community. And I don't think it's only at OC that it's like that. I think it's a lot. It's our whole generation is like that. It is. And I don't even, I don't know what we can do to restore that because when my grandparents talk about like what it was like for them growing up in the 60s in Chicago and Mississippi and whatnot, they had a different kind of community. So yes. I feel like I don't, I don't get it all. Like we live no. by ourselves. No, you know? we I, don't and we do. It's, it's really sad
0: because my grandmother literally to that point, my grandmother, the one that literally like was the one that like lived the life of a sharecropper and like has had that transition through american society like the community she spoke of literally like they had their issues with the community at large at one point this they had their issues with the community at large during the day but they would come back to their small little street in the country town that they lived in and like one person would be like cooking like i don't know fucking like their beans and rice, and like right. the whole community is just outside their house just it's eating, having a good sure. time. We don't do shit like that. So no, you can't expect niggas to come out on like Saturday and think it's about to be the full community to really get some impact going. Granted, you will get the people, and I'm sorry to say, but it's true, you will get the people who truly either care or the people who truly are desperate and actually were able to see that. But the majority at large, you have to get more creative. And, that, and going by, based off of what it's been in the community before, I'm sorry, but that's lazy revolutionary work. You're not you're not keeping with the times of today. And I love you. Oh yeah, I'm making
3: it for everybody. Okay, cool. Okay.
0: But we really do need to wrap it up. We do
1: need to wrap it up. So I will say we will continue this discussion because we started off this with healing and forgiveness, and somehow yeah, we, we got <laughs> oh, into war. So if you want to hear more, <sighs> if you want to hear more of this conversation, if you want to hear more of our points, and hear people arguing me about what the revolution will look like in the future. Please make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you like this on Spotify. Share it with your friends and like it. This is the end of the podcast because we have to continue more. So I'm going to quickly go around to debrief. We have opened or had five bottles of wine <laughs> open tonight. Uh, so everybody knows how we got here <laughs> and the full story. So, I started drinking off with tea, Shutter's Home Lemonade Wine Cocktail. We've also had Stella Rosa Blueberry. I know this uh-uh, is some of you your You gotta
0: introduce these right. Stop. Okay, I'm sorry. So, for tonight's selection, we're drinking <laughs> Sutter Home Lemonade Wine Cocktail. Made Yum. with real lemons. Made with real lemons. Our number two wine is our Stella Rosa Blueberry Le Original. Yum. Number three, Stella Rosa, Stella Peach. A little fruity. A little fruity. I feel it was ABS. Which what one is this one? Silver State. Okay, and then we have a red wine, Silver Scape. She's a Syrah, a 2018 Syrah, yummy. Okay, and then we have a Merlot named, what's it? Jumbo Cell, Jumbo Cell, Jumbo Cell. Yeah, Jumbo Cell. And then we have a red wine, Jumbo Cell, and
1: this is a vintage Merlot from 2018.
0: Yummy.
1: So everybody, what has been your favorite drink of the night?
4: For the girls who just want something to sip on, they want their adult juice. Get into Mm -hmm. some Stella Rosa Blueberry, eat her up. She's so smooth. I concur. Yeah, for you real wine kind of stories out there, the girls who love their dry, their seductive, their sedity, I would say to jumbo cell, if not the Silver Escape. There's some, there's some dry Reds. Yeah. Um,
0: I'm a bitch that likes to drink wine, and when I drink wine, I like it to be dry. Like, I like to so slip, so slip, Ugh, look at me, all my words, slur, I like to and I slow told you I was to be sip tonight. so I can get a good slur, literally, like I like getting a good little drunk slowly, so I'm gonna go with Silverscape, because that's probably the driest like red wine we have, mm-hmm. and woo, I know they're just gonna give me heartburn later tonight, but I'm feeling good as fuck right now. Yeah.
1: Um, this is your wine processor on the podcast. I will say Silverscape and Jumbo Cell was provided by a box Christian. They do not sponsor us, so I'm not going to be shouting them out. But if you are a box wine service, please let me know, and we'll get to sponsorship. What I will say, again, Silver Escape and, like they said, Jumbo Sale, are the subscription wines, and they are major reds. I'm not a major red fan, but I do have friends who are major red fans. And the Merlot, for sure, is a very much bold wine. The Silver Escape, if you're not a fan of red, but like still want to drink a red and like want to match it with Escape, with a steak, so shit. With a steak, I would recommend the Silver Escape. Yes. Uh, for those of you who don't like hard liquor and need a really good mixer or something just to like pour up on your own, I agree with Keyshawn. Please use the Bill Blueberry Stella Rosa, and it's cheap. It's really basically available everywhere, made in Italy, and the Stella Rosa Peach, the Stella Rosa Stella Peach. It's something really good for you, light drinkers. Are you juice drinkers? Are you people who don't actually drink wine but just drink juice? That's alcoholic. Uh, so yeah, and you said you said super skimmer or merlot or blueberry. Blueberry, blueberry.
3: blueberry.
1: Mm-hmm. At least I said the blueberry was her favorite. All right, what is the sugar in your tank this week? And let me tell you what the sugar in your tank means. If you're from the south, you know you see somebody they acting a little rainbowish. You say they got a little sugar in their tank, don't that's they? Sweet. They run a little different. This means, basically you're a little bit gay. He was wearing
0: uh, his, his mama heels back in the day.
1: Yeah, he got a little sugar in his tank. Mm-hmm. That's why he be...
0: Switching yeah. them hips. Yeah. He switches. But he <laughs> make a good choir director. Flicking them wrists.
1: She got a little sugar in her tank. That's why she wear her daddy clothes. <laughs> no, for so really. what's the sugar in y'all tank for this
0: week? The sugar in my tank... <laughs> what? What's yours? Well, like, the sugar in my tank is just the fact that I've been having a really good summer so far. Like, although I've been having my own little, like, issues with feelings of competency and um, productivity, I will say I'm still enjoying my summer, and I'm getting my reparations. Like, I'm enjoying it for that. So that's the sugar in my tank. And I'm proud of myself for letting myself actually enjoy it. Like, normally I'd be, like, really stressing myself out and, like, being in some big, like, beating myself up to be like, you lazy bitch. But it's just like, no. Bitch, you work hard all fucking school year. You deserve a good break. Yeah. I need to get
3: back. I mean, that I know, this,
0: this is what everyone needs to hear.
4: Uh, I've been super gay today. I've been, well, just every day, realistically. Oh, yeah. um, today was brought to you by the skirts for the girls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, bought, like, five to add to the collection. So, yeah. Today's is brought to you by gender...
0: Oh my God! Yes, I'm sorry. I'm not to you off, uh, but yeah. you said skirts. It actually—that's
4: what I was like. That's what I thought you were gonna, gonna say, right?
0: No, I forgot. The sugar in my tank is that Keyshawn actually helped me figure out like the next piece, like really one of the major pieces for my graduation looks. Like I found the box, oh, yeah. which I don't want to say on the thing because I don't want to like spoil it. Yeah. thing. we're gonna talk
3: about this after the podcast. But baby, uh, yeah,
0: okay. we'll, <gasps> we'll talk
3: after. All right, sugar in your
0: tank, Jamila, or at least.
3: Oh no mind. i don't know mine. I'll yeah. think, I'll think my sugar
0: in the tank my
1: sugar in the tank this week is I will have to say for sure the fact that like although we disagree, although we disagree and some of them will be like, Well I got come later on today or whatever this podcast goes <laughs> out. At
0: least you said it before I did. <laughs> um,
1: I will say the sugar in the tank is like spending time with you all. Especially um, be actually being able to actually do a podcast or release for once. And I just had her in the background. Oh, it's home. Uh, but it's been great these past few weeks. Um, being back, being settled, uh, sleeping in my own bed. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I've been traveling a lot for rugby, and, like, July has been my, like, month off. Um, so it's been great to, like, actually sit down, spend time, be in one place, and not try to jump on a flight ASAP. Uh, so it's. I think the sugar to take is, like, actually being able to spend time with my friends. Um.
3: I think I'm gonna have to follow the same vein as Makai. I think it's just not being productive recently. And before you said that, I've been feeling guilty about like being a little bit lazy, but no, we've worked so hard this whole school year. Like we're just getting a few days off and it's okay to not do anything and to focus on wellness and to go on walks or not go on walks and like look at Pinterest for an hour and refine my wedding board. And
4: that's okay. Period. He do you not Dole. have a wedding board? On Pinterest? I don't know. We also, okay. Hold on. Everybody read it. Okay, okay. We have to look at energy. each other's vibes. Okay.
3: Do okay. you have a Pinterest, jamila You need a Pinterest? I have a Pinterest. Okay. I think I have a
1: Pinterest. It's to you think
3: life. you do? Have, you you sh- either do or you don't care. God damn
1: it. My my, my aesthetic is just my own aesthetic, okay? And actually, you know, I actually need help because I'm gonna have to go friendship shopping soon. But what is everybody's longest goodbye? Oh my God. Isn't that gorgeous? But what is everybody's longest goodbye? The longest goodbye is basically something this week that you can never let go of. It was inspired by the NPR podcast. But what's something that like you need to let go of but you haven't yet? I need
3: to let
1: go of. Hold right, on, I got you. Never can say goodbye. Okay. No, no, no. Because no, it wouldn't
0: no, be an episode of other songs if Jamila didn't try to start singing on us. Goodbye. It's okay. It's okay. Hey, Even
1: the hey we're going to cut your mic. to follow me the,
0: the, the you think she would notice the Because <laughs> it's like, the way the room goes silent <laughs> and we're all <I'm> just staring <laughs> at you now, so awkwardly waiting for you to finish the solo. Tell
2: me why. And we're still here. No, no, no,
0: no. We apologize, no, 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 no. listeners of the other Southerners.
2: I never can't say goodbye. I never can say. No, 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 no. My editing
0: skills haven't learned how to exactly. actually cut her mic just yet, so. <laughs> oh,
2: shit.
0: <laughs> when I learn how to cut mics, I promise you, we will be having that feature available. <laughs> Let us do this shit over Zoom and I will mute you. <laughs> no, Can
3: y'all please do this over Zoom? That would <laughs> yeah, be funny. No, not... And record it. Oh, <laughs> nah, but. Well, y'all, <laughs> if y'all had a YouTube channel, shut the front I've, door. Got, I've we've, got We've not talk about I, it. it. It's just a lot of, work. A lot of work. Yeah. work. as the editor, couldn't be me. So. Yo, yeah, would, have you guys would take just over. have to do it straight
0: without editing. Yeah. Really. I know. Monday. Shit. Oh, fuck yeah. Yep. I mean, we could, because, like, we still could, like,
3: create a. Do y'all want
0: to finish all this good Yeah. The schedule. I'll, that's what they call it. I think we can do it. Go ahead, Your longest goodbye, cause you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: don't like goodbye. Yet. What is it? I don't know. Say oh, goodbye. I need to hear an example.
0: Yeah. I would say my longest goodbye. Um. Cause I'm still learning to let it go, but it's it's really good that I'm learning to let it go. Is that like, I guess what I said to you earlier about like how our age isn't really like where we are. Like I'm a two year old. Really. Like, even though yeah. I'm 22? So, like, in the way that you see yourself as, like, an adult now, you have to realize, like, you just started being an independent adult. So, like, the 18 years, or we'll just say from one year old to 20, you've been pretty much, like, someone else's product. Like, you've been the product of your guardians and whatever sense that is. But once you actually fully... excuse me, detach yourself from that environment whether that be college, moving out from the family for the first time, moving in with a friend, like once you actually get into that 20 age, you're kind of like for the first time yourself and actually having to define yourself and live by yourself, so you're not actually like, you're starting your years over as an individual once you turn 20, so like 20 you're a newborn basically you know, like at 22, I'm technically, I would say I'm in my terrible twos, which makes sense because I'm very whiny about my life right now, and I just kind of want to have a temper tantrum about the very smallest inconvenience. But, um, yeah, so I'm technically only two in my life of being an adult. So that kind of gives me a different type of grace in knowing, so all of that to go wrap up in my longest goodbye is learning to not have such a anchor over my head as to, like, Where I'm supposed to be right now. Like, I'm 22. Like, I'm perfectly sailing where I'm supposed to be. Like, 22 is taking me perfectly whatever, like, destination island I wanna be by 25. But I can't think that my anchors are supposed to be set where I'm supposed to be at 25 when I'm still very much so on the opposite side of the Pacific at 22. So that's my longest goodbye. Because it's been hard. Because I'm a very ambitious bitch. I'm a very, like, bring it to me today because I deserve it, but it's just, like, learning to be patient, I need to understand that, like, everything comes in, like, ebbs and flows. So I don't know if that's the best example of longest goodbye. But I feel like for my personality, that's the longest goodbye, because I'm so attached to, like, the, the outcome and not the journey, and not learning to appreciate the journey. Yeah, for sure. It's 12 o'clock, everyone. Excuse us if you're starting to hear people yawn.
3: And this, we've, we've was okay. We have drunk
1: basically five bottles of wine, so please.
3: Um, <laughs> we y'all y'all drank a lot more than I did. Chia. Oh, we definitely I know did.
1: Like, oh
2: no, you see
3: how I
4: mean? Like, do I, I, I have enough? <laughs> um, I think my longest goodbye would be <laughs> <laughs> just saying goodbye to imposter syndrome. Mm. I feel like that's something that I've always struggled with throughout college because you never like, at least personally, I never think I'm good enough or like reaching up to those standards that I set for myself. I'm, am crying because I'm yawning, like, because okay. I'm actually sad. Um, and I feel like these past couple of, like, weeks, like, working in Camp Crimson and actually, like, being considered professional staff is one of those weird moments where I was like, wow. Come on, pro staff! No, correct, because why am I in, um, housing meetings and why I'm going to, like, um, going to Lord Noble to see, like, how check-in's going to be for moving and all that stuff, so. Because you deserve to be there. Because you deserve to be there and realizing that this is a spot that, you're at for a reason in your life and you and you got there not only because of yourself but because of the people who you had, like that brought
2: you up there with you. Right, right,
1: right. I just wanna say I know those campers don't know, but I'm gonna let them know. You have a blessing for somebody like Keyshawn to be looking out for you. And I I'll, I'll be honest and we've talked about this before especially with Alan when they came to the podcast, but like there wasn't that many like career models to look after who were black and now to like see that the next generation will have like People like Keyshawn Wallace to look up to as on um, pro staff, that looks like them, and that loves like them, and is intersectional like them. It's just amazing to think of. And although I'll be away from Oklahoma, because.
0: Mm. And yeah. Jamila, with all that beautiful words said, do you still want to support the fact that black success and being representative isn't helping <laughs> Shut the, the, the community? Up. Eat her up. OK, bitch, <laughs> exactly. Because you literally just said exactly what we said. <laughs> oh hold on because you know i was gonna let you get that house at least
3: yeah um, i would say that my longest goodbye mm. is setting standards for myself that are probably like i don't want to say too high because yeah. you know we should dream big Unhandable. but just being i don't even want to say unrealistic because anything is possible um but just holding myself to a ridiculously high standard that's been hard for me ever since I was really little and yeah. I think that's partly because I'm the oldest child wow. you couldn't tell um I happen to be slightly perfectionistic really? so it's it's hard for me whenever I don't meet the standards that I set out for myself but I'm trying to and just to give myself more grace and to say kind words to myself um that's another longest goodbye is just like being kind to myself and I feel like in our culture you know people are very self-deprecating like self-deprecating humor it's its own brand but it's so destructive to our own psyche and to the psyche of other people around you because when we all laugh at that we're putting those words out it's in your head but it's also you're putting that out into the world like you're almost manifesting like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh I'm such an idiot I'm so stupid Mm -hmm. even when it's a really small or funny comment and those words matter. So that's a long goodbye that I really need to say goodbye to. <laughs> I to look at you
1: when you that because
2: really I know that. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I feel this get along so well because we both have the child I have the oldest child syndrome we're like yeah. shit is going left. Shit is going left. We must fix this. We must fix this. We must fix this. Um,
3: which is why I feel like we both want to fix society at large. I'll just fix the apartment in general. Not too <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. And it's it's been a pleasure being your roommate and I'm glad this has blossomed into a friendship. I know, for sure.
3: We'll stay in touch, obviously.
1: I, of course. I I'll have to like, you I'll know, go to s-
3: Chicago.
1: <laughs> for sure. Okay, the longest goodbye for me, um, I think just for this whole podcast in general, is they won't let me live down what I've said and the fact that I can't evolve past my arguments. But my for real longest goodbye is, um, this 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 feeling and like I was telling at least earlier like the fact is like when will I again be able to like sit in my kitchen with my mic? Close friends.
0: Oh, shit. Don't cry. Don't
1: Don't fucking cry. Goddamn. And I say don't
0: cry because also you act like you're not like an exceptional person to be around. Like you won't find other friends. I mean, yeah,
1: sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, like I have teammates and they're amazing.
0: Yeah, we're great, but you're great too. Like You'll attract other great people. Yeah,
1: but I mean, like I think it's still like Like, I've been joking about this is the end, right? And I think, like, my life here in Oklahoma is really coming to an end. And, like, it didn't hit me until, like, I was waiting for your ass to get here. And Um, I was like, my time in Oklahoma is coming to an end. (laughs) 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 But no, like... No, for real, because y'all was late. But we're not going to talk about that right now. But, like, like the fact of the matter is, like, like... The person I came to Oklahoma as is not the same person leaving. Yeah. And neither are the relationships I came in with are the same I'm leaving with. And so just my longest goodbye and the simplest, it's sort of like, it's coming to reality of like, how much I've grown, but also how much I've like, this new person awaiting waiting for me to be when I get to
0: Chicago. Right. Because you have so much more, like, you're literally like, you're on the brink of tears with us, but who knows? The people you meet in Chicago, you might actually cry when you have to leave them niggas.
1: I'm not crying right now, cause if I like, cause I haven't ah, gotten the full yeah. explanation. All the college friends are different. They yeah. are,
0: they are. What have y'all I believe
1: the life. Life. Cause will come back. I'll come back to Oklahoma for you. For everybody else, yeah, yeah I appreciate that. But for you, like it's planned. Like I, I, I'm about to buy the flight tickets. Those tickets are
0: gonna be incredible. Man.
1: Yeah, but. That has been the other Southerners podcast. This has been a two-hour podcast with five bottles of wine. And we went off topic, created another topic, from healing and forgiveness to what does the revolution look like and what should it be?
0: (laughs) In case you didn't know, Jamila thinks that Kanye West is one of the only few black celebrities that actually does anything for this community. So let's just wait and see what the fuck she does when she's actually one of the few <laughs> black successful people out there then. Well, okay. I never said it was only Kanye. I never said it was only Kanye. He's one of the, one of the only, few. Of so the let's few. see how she tops Kanye. Don't forget South. That's not that hard. Already top top Kanye. Yeah, and how she will be really benefiting Southside Chicago in her time (laughs) in there. Correct. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, next time we hear from her, she will be speaking to us from Chicago. So we're just gonna wish her good well, good wishes as she goes into this next endeavor of her (laughs) life life as a young lady in society. And she's going to make all of us proud. We're going to be rooting for her from Oklahoma or wherever you're listening to The Other Southerners. Jamila, tell them what they need to do. So you need to follow us on
1: Instagram at The Other Southerners Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at OTH Southerners. Tell me how much I was a dumbass. (laughs) I think I'm about to say this outside Chicago. (laughs) <laughs> but also, please share, like, follow, comment. Tell us what you think. Like us on Spotify. Share with your friends, your enemies, your coworkers, or your significant other. That's not your significant other, but it's your significant other. We are the LCA. says, This is Southern Heat Jamil Reed signing out. And the next time we'll talk to you, will be very sometime soon, because this podcast is not ending. But... We will come back to you soon and with another season of Guess That Lyric, another topic that probably will go off the rails <laughs> and a great, lovable, fun moment with me, your host, co-host, Jamila Reed and the Dallas Diamond, Makai Seth Hempel. Thank you for listening. Make sure you follow. Have a good night, a great day, an amazing day. And just remember, if the tea ain't sweet,
0: tell them, Makai. It ain't Southern, baby. We yeah, love you guys. Bye, y'all
1: is hitting. No, it is.